It's Big Chuck from Elite Eight Showdown. Hey, did you know that the podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network? You can find all of our podcasts over at professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. Also, every month we're going to be giving away any one item to a Patreon backer at the $5 tier or above. Check out patreon.com slash professional casual for more information. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, welcome to the only podcast on planet gut dang earth where we pick anything and everything to face off an eight subject bracket elimination tournament. This is Elite Eight Showdown. I ate some very questionable hamburger tonight, so this could be a very interesting interesting show. I'm your host, Big Chuck, and I am joined once again by my comrade, my cohort, my co-conspirator, more importantly, my co-host, Tim. France! That was good. I liked that a lot, actually. Yeah, you like that a lot? Uh, Tim, do you remember the first time that you ever played uh, on a PlayStation? I do. How was it? Immaculate. Okay. I was at my uh, babysitter's house. Sure. Uh, she had just gotten her kids uh, a PlayStation mm-hmm. for Christmas. Dope. They didn't have any games. Sure. But they did have a PlayStation demo disc. Maybe yeah. it was a PSM demo disc. Okay. I played Tomba, uh, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. You were a, a little guy in like a grass skirt and pink hair, and you would jump on pigs. Oh, dope. Okay. That's dope. Yeah, that sounds super dope. Yeah. Hmm. I don't remember the first time I ever played... Um, or it might have been like a Walmart or something, you know, before right around Christmas or something. I don't remember the first time I ever played, but I do remember the first time that I had gotten the DualShock controller for the first time. Um, <clears throat> very importantly, uh, I remember watching a Whose Line Is It Anyway episode where Ryan Stiles uh, taught me how to pleasure a woman with her nipples uh, in the in the realm of uh, a musical erotic musical based around godzilla which was come in tokyo come in tokyo and i thought hmm women must really like that because look at ryan styles pussy destroyer that's yes, what i think of accurate. when i see him yes yep. uh and, and the I, pussy he destroyed was colin mockery you're absolutely correct <laughs> uh and then i got the dual shot controller which was introduced uh very kind of later mm-hmm. uh when ape escape was released you had to oh, have shit i had com- ape escape had completely left my brain yeah. for a long time yeah you uh the of course uh goku uh mega man x style looking hair character yeah and you had to have the dual the dual stick shot controller mm-hmm. to play it because you had to be able to swing the net yes um of course it then uh vibrated Mm -hmm. as well um i figured out that hey these kind of look like nipples and i practiced like hell to tune radios or women's nipples on them and then i figured out that it vibrated and i would stick the controller down my pants uh, and let it vibrate tim you know what else stimulates my pants 55 star reviews that's right Fair. Yeah, which we right. still have not gotten to yet. We still have not gotten yet. Do you like this gimmick yet? This is where I tell really awkward stories? I 
Yeah, so every time I get caught up in the story and I forget what you're doing. Yeah. And then and then you end it quickly and talk about reviews in it. Yeah. Uh, now I told you that story, a story that I would find kind of embarrassing. Mm-hmm. And that's not on the list. Of course, if we get right. 55 star reviews, we will talk about my most embarrassing moments. Mm. And you will crown the greatest one. I don't want to talk about them. I told you I've literally ruined very potential long-term relationships because of these stories. Yeah. 100% people finally find out that maybe I am not the great, wonderful darling of a human being. People think I am except for breaker and Bane. You know what I mean? I love those guys. They're really nice. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to shout out to Bane, uh, pointing out things that we already realized from a month ago that we screwed up on TikTok. Go follow yeah. him at big underscore Bane on uh, TikTok. Yeah. You'd think that, uh, Dan also told me about that mistake. Yeah. And, and you told me about the mistake. Yeah. And, uh, I, I knew I, I knew that you wouldn't. Yeah. I was like, it's episodes out there. Who cares? It's it would be an easy fix. Yeah, sure. Like it, I could have just fixed it quick. No. I just won't get around to it. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah, maybe. This is what I this is what I will say. Community engagement. People yes. come talk to us. We talk to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe uh, I just wanted attention from big underscore bane. Or well, you got it. You got it, baby daddy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if I had to choose between getting attention from from Bane or Bricker, like I would probably choose Bane each time. That's fair. That's fair. You know what? The, they have finally noticed um, how you spelled Bane's name incorrectly. Different, differently yeah, in the same post. In yeah. the same post. And they said, there's no way they're that fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they said, there's no way those morons are making that. And then they assumed it was actually you. They stopped accusing me. And now I've accused you of doing it. Yeah. Um, I am, in fact, the, the the puppet behind the other puppet. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, I do all the social media posts and all that. So it's, we it, are, it is, in fact, always me. I'm mostly illiterate. Yeah, it's, it's true. And we, then sometimes illiterate, but as a joke. Right. Right. I have, if I have figured out anything, uh, I am the Scarface, you're the ventriloquist of the Professional Casual Network. Um, especially for here at Elite Eight Showdown. That, of course, is a Batman villain reference that you don't get. I do not. Uh, Scarface is the confused. puppet, and then the ventriloquist is the like kind of weird old guy who is like, I don't want to do this anymore. And then Scarface, the puppet, will yell at him, but there's a very sneaking suspicion that we think it's actually the, ventriquilo- the ventriloquist who is actually the most insane guy oh, of the group. I kind of dig that a little bit. Yeah. Shout out to Batman the Animated Series. Did a really good job of... of telling that story yeah yeah he's super dope batman villains great yeah, somebody should tell them. Zack snyder that and not just use joker continually yo jared leto joker is like one of the best oh are you in the cult villains. too okay in the cult what cult the jared leto cult no i sure? think morbius looks stupid and i think he's probably gonna do an awful job but are you actually part of his cult what's his cult I don't know, this fucking insane cult that he has that like you pay a ridiculous amount of money to go spend a weekend on an island with him and he dresses like Jesus and everybody prays around him. Is this a real thing? This is a real fucking thing. Have you not gone to that part of TikTok, the Jared Leto cult TikTok? It's wild. 
everybody go look it up right now. He it, he does it under like a band experience for like 30 seconds to Mars, but it is like a legit cult and people borderline worship him the like, entire. I think it's maybe a week that you spend on this island and he dresses like Jesus and it's really fucking weird. There's like photos that have like recently come out and there are people who are like, yeah, I went to it. It was a legit cult. It was fucking weird. So Jared I mean, Leto, get, is it? Do you get to fuck with at the call? I have no idea. Didn't I? I have a feeling maybe he gets to fuck at the mm. call and nobody else gets to. I mean, that's typical. That's cult one hundred and one. Yeah, cult leader gets to fuck. Nobody else does. Correct. You know what I mean? Um, also, kind of explains that weird uh, Joker Jesus in a straight jacket. Uh, yeah. Thing now, you know. Yeah. I, I don't know what that's in reference to either. Uh, so there was a Zack Snyder released a f- uh, promo photo of Jared Leto as Joker from the new Snyder Cut movie for yeah. uh, Justice League. I'm going to say Guardians of the Galaxy for Justice League. And he's like, he has like a crown of thorns and he's in a straight jacket and it's all black and white. And I looked at it and everyone's like, oh, of course Snyder would do something like this. And I immediately said that's like 4951 snyder to uh okay yeah yeah 100 100 percent. tim if they would like to find out more stupid things we talk about they should head over to professionalcasual.com. of course hit the archives hit the giveaways hit the store we got new merch dropping soon yeah who knows i'm just saying if you haven't gotten it's moving on shirt yet because we didn't talk about it all that much but it's there yeah it's It's super dope shirt too yeah solid shirt you should go buy it Mm mm-hmm Joe Gennaro, <laughs> the only guy who buys our stuff. Thank you, man. Yeah, we love you, dude. Joe Gennaro is one of the best. Joe Gennaro is literally our, he's the only fan that I like that listens to this show mm-hmm. because he also does work for us yes. and uh, expects nothing in return but our love and affection. Correct. Craiger. Stop big leaguing us, you know what I mean? Right. We'd love to have you on the show, but you won't return our phone calls. Dick. Uh, we do have a bet. By the way, Craig and I. Oh, really? At time of recording, yep. Um, it's still an active bet. By the time people are hearing this, uh, it is probably over with. Okay. But we both have bets based off of the outcome uh-huh. of Wandavision. Okay. So he thinks the big bad's going to be Mephisto. I think it's going to be Nightmare. If it is Mephisto, mm-hmm. I have to read a prepared statement. Okay. That Craiger writes on this show. Okay. If it is Nightmare, yeah. he has to read a prepared statement that I write okay. on the next Around the Round Table. Have you looked at spoilers already? No. Okay. Why? Is this already decided? I would assume that people have already figured it out, but oh. I don't I don't know that for a fact. Okay. But people there were spoilers that got released that kind of ruined um the what's her nuts being revealed. Oh, shoot. So I don't know. Okay. Did you notice? Did you notice that? Uh, did you see the thing about uh, Dr. Strange in the book? So the book, what's her name? Agatha. Agatha. Thank you. So Agatha has the book. Dark home. Right. Yes. In her hand. If you go back and look at during the Dr. Strange movie and the wall of books that are all chained They're up. They're all in hexagons. Right. One is missing. Oh. On the wall. And it's that book. Oh, that's right. So they've been planning this like WandaVision thing for a very long time. I love that. Yeah. Super cool. But um, I thought I sent I thought I posted it in the discord. Shout out to our discord. Patreon.com. I love the one you posted the other day of uh, the dances the, for the different new dance. characters. Yeah. Just all the dead characters just lying there. Yep. Um, <laughs> 
But uh, if it is neither, if we okay. are both wrong, all right. we on Elite Eight Showdown will do an Around the Roundtable episode, oh, and God. they will do an right. Elite Eight Showdown episode. Well, let me tell you, Breaker and Bane did an Elite Eight Showdown episode, and it was a thing they did. What do you mean? Often imitated, but never better. They did one? Yeah, they did a tournament over like uh, five weeks or six weeks, something like that. Oh, that's not like an Elite Eight Showdown episode. No, but they like to take credit that it was, and they're uh, going to do it better, air quotes. By what? Because uh, our show's not long enough. You needed to spread it out over five weeks? <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, guess. Although their topic was really good. It was uh, best wrestler to never be world champion. It was actually a really good topic. Sure. They also leave it up to fans. <laughs> they do polls. So here We are judge, jury, and executioner here. Yeah. If idiots. If we have people dumb enough to listen to our show, yep. we are certainly not going to trust them with the content of the show. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. You're absolutely correct. Uh, so I don't even listen to the show. Yeah, it's true. And you edit it. Right. You know what I mean? Because I don't edit. <sighs> Sip of water there. Yeah. Yeah. There was that one time. There was that one time it took me 19 hours. Mm-hmm. It was pretty sweet. I have to get a new computer at some point so I can yeah. actually do editing. Uh, I mean, but... We don't like what shows do we have anymore that need to actually get edited? You know what I mean? Like realistically, you don't right. have a flight. You don't have the flagship show. You don't have space between anymore. You don't have uh, you got Danny doing Dark Omen or Lost Omens. Yeah. Dan does Kapapa because nobody's allowed to touch Kapapa except for him. Yeah. So I do the video for them all, which takes longer. Oh, OK. That's fair. Well, that's why we pay you the really mediocre dollars, man. <laughs> Accurate. You know what I mean? Accurate. 100 yeah. percent. Tim. Let's just get right into this. This is going to be a long, this is going to be a long discussion. We are crowning God. It's the moment everybody's been waiting for. Everyone's season two. been waiting for. My mom uh, texted me the other day. When are you fucking doing the second PlayStation episode of season two? Yeah. I was like, first off, how'd you get this number? Number two, who taught you how to text? How dare you? What? No, that's what she said. How dare you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Accurate. That's weird yeah. that you knew that. Yeah. Listen, your mom and I are buds. Probably fair. We're in the same... uh, My mom likes all of my friends a lot better than me. That's welcome to my world, bud. Yeah. My mom once took bacon off of a sandwich that I made for myself so my friend Richie could have even more bacon than he already had. (laughs) Is that why he's into me at the show? Yeah, he hit me with a car. And one time he slapped me in the face with a slice of pizza. And I don't mean like softly. I mean like the... The piece of pizza was resting in his palm, and sure. he hit me across the face as hard as he could with it. Mm. Do you know why he did that? What I did to deserve that? What? Uh, what? Uh, he was making fun of his girlfriend and then threw her keys in the trash. <laughs> okay. And I went and got the keys for oh. her so she could leave. Yeah. So then he went into the garbage and pulled out a slice of pizza and then slapped me across sure. the face with it, you know, as, as yeah. one would do. Uh, of course, you immediately broke the first rule, bros before hoes. So then I took a piece of pizza out of the garbage and I wiped it over the windshield and uh, driver's side window of his car. Uh-huh. Um, and then the next morning I woke up and my mom was like, oh, Richie's here. And he was doing the same thing to all of my car windows. Uh-huh. Um, we had a really healthy relationship. Sure. Let me ask you the most important question. Why the fuck are you guys throwing out pizza slices? Um, they had pineapple on them. So it was already trash 
I'm going to let that one go. Okay. Because I'm probably going to have to rant about something else later, and I don't want the screaming fit to be at 845 at night. Why, you want it to be at 915 when we get the first bracket started? Yep, 100%. Tim, let's just get right into it. And Before we do, let's talk about the things that didn't make this list. Mm -hmm. Of course, we're counting the greatest PS1 game of all time. The GOAT. The GOAT, which will go on to the greatest game of all time. Mm -hmm. 16 seasons from now. Yeah. 100%. That's Mm -hmm. what we're working up to. But let's talk about the things... I figured would be on this list that did not make it. Now, there are some qualifying things. There's only the top seven because, of course, Cult Classic. Spoiler, if you haven't listened to it yet, Thrill Kill. Thrill Kill 1. Thrill Kill 1, the Cult Classic game because it's the game that literally only people in cults could play because we couldn't get our hands on it otherwise. Um, And then the top seven. There were a lot of repeats. There were a lot of yes. sequels. There was a lot of like Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy VIII. We did, I did not want this to be a Gran Turismo versus Final Fantasy tournament, which is what it pretty much had turned into. Yeah. Um, I think that was, I, I made the executive decision. Fuck you. It's my show. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan. So I, uh, Dan, he will, he will forever be that guy because he complained that we cut Diddy Kong. Like he earned episode it. like two or three or whatever. Yeah, like, like he earned he's earned the title that I get to call him out for the decisions that I make that you actually <laughs> made anyway. You know what I mean? Like yeah, fair. Yeah, one hundred percent. I really like Dan though. Just to put that out there, he's a really great friend and is very caring and is just a very genuine person. Yes, I agree. I, I agree with that. But I'm also gonna call him out because he yelled at us about Diddy Kong. Yeah, for a for an hour and forty five minutes, he berated us, verbally assaulted us for eliminating it. He didn't even do that when when he wears his heart on his sleeve. You know what I mean? He wants to make sure that he's always being honest and truthful with his friends. Mm -hmm. That's fine. It was your decision. I don't know why I got screamed at about it. I don't know. I'm also the reason uh, the show has been made fun of for not being able to remember people's names yeah. or spelling things incorrectly. And, and I also gets blamed on you, too. Yeah, I have literally taken all of the fucking shots for that. Yeah. You're welcome. I have all, The only time I've ever thrown you under the bus is the Joe Gennaro thing. That was it. Yeah. yeah. And that one wasn't me. No, that one wasn't you. <laughs> and that was me. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's what we do. We just we just trade. All right, a forty five and a half hours later, uh, let's talk about the things that didn't make it. Resident Evil Two sold five million seven hundred seventy thousand cop units. This is all based on units. Yeah, didn't make the list. We've got Spyro four eight three two one forty five didn't make the list. That's insane to me. Spyro was a monster of a game. Yeah. Didn't make top eight. Didn't even make top 10. Mm-hmm. Um, Oddworld. I, I would I'm argue, not shocked by that. That one I'm not shocked, but it was actually ranked pretty high. Yeah. Um, it was in at least the top 15. Really? Of the, for Oddworld. Yeah. Like, I would argue that we probably fucked Oddworld because I don't think we put that on. That should have probably have been on. I think when we do the cult classics, I need to just look at the best selling games and go to like the bottom of the list. Yeah. Um, Rayman. I remember Rayman being huge. Yeah. Um, Rayman's like all over the place, though. Like he's on everything. Right. Like how he hasn't made it into Smash yet is really weird to me. Constantly rumored. Yeah. Like. 
How do you feel about the newest? Speaking of, since we're talking about PlayStation One, what do you think about the newest character? Uh the newest characters. Oh, is there more In than one? Smash. What's we're talking about? Yeah, yeah. It's two girls from um, Zeno Zeno Saga or Zeno Saga. Yeah, Zeno yeah Saga. Like one of them. Yeah. Um, Zeno Gears. Okay. I don't. I don't know which one it is. One sure. of the Zeno. One games. of those. One of those. The one JRPGs. that from. Right. Um. I so yeah. it's it's almost too perfect. Sure. Uh, because the memes leading up to the release were all right. Just enjoy your the next Fire Emblem character. Right. And uh, then a bunch of jokes about like, oh, it's gonna be just two more Sword Mans. Right. And uh, come release day, it's not a Fire Emblem character. Right. It's not a Sword Man. Yeah. It's two Sword Women. Yep. From Xenoblade Chronicles. Right. Also something no one wanted and no one cared about at all. Right. It was not Waluigi. 100%. I don't think you're ever going to get Waluigi. 100%. I don't think you're going to do it. I think I... I know. Because, like, if they do it, then what, like, what is there after that? You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's the carrot. It's the, it's the carrot on the stick. Toad? No. Toad's in it, isn't he? No. No. Um, he's Princess Peach and Daisy's block button. Yeah, so, like, Toad would never work. He's too short. He would be impossible to hit. He'd be the he'd be the lock the jaw, job or the eye job lock jaw. We just got done talking about dogs on the brain. Yeah, yeah. We just got done talking about Marvel Crush Protocol. Um, but yeah, he'd be the eye job of the group. Like in, insanely hard to hit. Like yeah. I don't see them using him. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I'm surprised. That one was yeah. That was a gangbusters of a. I like. I would not have been shocked with that in the top five. Right, one hundred percent by itself. Or Tony Hawk Two. Yeah, Tony Hawk Two was even ranked lower than Tony Hawk. Really? Yeah. It, not by much, but it was wow. ranked lower. Twisted Metal 2 World Tour. I mean, so that might just be my biasness, but it was ranked 51. Twisted Metal 2 World Tour changed my fucking life. Like that game, uh, until SmackDown 2 Know Your Roll came out, that was the most played game I had ever played. I had logged so many hours into that game. I uh, until right now, knowing that you had that game, yeah. I never met anybody that owned a Twisted Metal game. I, Everyone only played on. I was discs. if there was so there's like Halo people, right? Yeah. Twisted Metal was my Halo. OK, like 100 percent. Like Twisted Metal was the reason why I wanted a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know because it was on a demo at Walmart and you could play the first stage, which was you playing anybody versus Sweet Tooth. Right. And it changed my fucking life. And I begged my mom to get me Twisted Metal. I had gotten it. I got destroyed and I hated it. And then I went to, I think, Blockbuster, if not Blockbuster. Then it was like the shop and save rental spot. Yes. Um, Because I frequented there a lot. And I got Twisted Metal 2 World Tour and completely changed my life. Okay. Yeah. It was the. It was also the other game that they played at Gamers Bazaar a ton. Yes. So because it the corner adapter came out. Um, shortly thereafter, the L, yeah, and you could you could get um, the multi tap, multi. Thank you, multi tap. Uh, you could get four players on, yeah, and it's super dope. F- four players, you know, split screen, s- split screen at a time when that was kind of still new, yeah, very much still for new. sure. Um, and then the other one that I thought, Parappa the Rappa. Yeah, that's another one. Never knew anyone that actually played it. Everyone was aware of it. It was on a demo disc, so everybody played yes. at least the first song. I didn't like it. I don't like timed puzzle games. That, well, like, it was a rhythm game. Yeah. Yeah. But sure. Whatever. I mean, it was a rhythm game before rhythm games came out. I think it was probably classified as a puzzle. 
yeah. game for sure. Um, and then you know, and then uh, Dance Dance Revolution came out, and nobody gave a shit. And then they tried to make a Dance Dance Revolution version of Private the Rap, and it wasn't it wasn't good. So one of the things that I did really like um, for the PlayStation Two, they had the Dance Dance Revolution mats. Yep. That you could buy. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to play Mortal Kombat Four with those at the youth center. And that sounds was, dope. Uh, it was fucking dope. That's awesome. Yes, that sounds exhausting. It was until you realize it's like, oh, Shiva and Goro both have that one move where they like teleport off the screen and then just stop on the other person. Yeah. And all you had to do was press down up fast. Right. So you'd have one chud doing that, and then a bunch of other people like actually trying to do combos by dancing around and stuff, holding onto the ceiling for leverage, and it was a lot of fun. All right, that's kind of dope. Uh, real quick before we get into it, uh, did you watch the trailer yet for the new Mortal Kombat? For Mortal Kombat? Yes, specifically because I thought you might bring it up. Okay. Uh, feelings, thoughts? Looks a little cheesy. Really? Yes. Okay. Um, I mean, it's Mortal Kombat. It's already cheesy. Yeah, I just... I, I felt like Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat 2 were really good for their time. Yeah, absolutely. I was expecting this to be really good for the time, and it doesn't look awful. I just... I don't know. It it looks like a high-end fan-made movie. Okay. That's that's totally fair. I, I guess I can see that. I will say this. We finally got a Goro that looks great and they can actually do a bunch of stuff with. Yeah. So I think he's actually going to... I still want a punch to the crotch to be like the reason why he loses, but up until like that point... Like, he looks so good. And, yeah, it is total 90s nostalgia. Yeah. But just the fact that he, his lips and stuff were animated like the Ninja Turtles. Yes. Um, Just really spoke to me in that particular sure. era. Absolutely. Um, I and I really like Reptile, and I didn't necessarily like the portrayal of Reptile in the Mortal Kombat movie, the first one, but I hope he, he is at least Did you like present. it better in the second? Well, that was Chameleon, was it? Oh, was a chameleon? Yeah. yeah my, they were kind of the same. Yeah. I mean, Mortal Kombat's nothing if not a clone generator for ninjas. But, Yo, shout out to Cyrax, though. Yeah. I love Cyrax. Smoke. Smoke, not the ninja. Like, smoke the cyborg, not smoke the ninja. Right. Yeah. It was super dope to me. I don't know. Um, But yeah. Cyrax I, was uh, significantly better than Sector. I don't know why people enjoyed Sector at all. Because he was red instead of... Yellow. And he shot missiles. He didn't have awesome fucking cyber green like monochrome monitor nets. Yeah, exactly. Super dope. Yeah. Super dope. Anyway, uh, I'm super hyped about it. I, I think it's going to be. Good. Here's the thing. I'm excited for it. I, hope I it's love good. I love fight scenes like yes. I love very well corrugated corrugated. Yeah. Corrugated. Uh, uh, you know, so it, um, it, cardboard. Yeah. Yeah. It's more durable. Mm-hmm. Um, choreographed fight scenes. It's why I love John Wick so much. Because of like the gunfight choreographed fight scenes and yeah. things like that. I think this is going to be a great, great action movie. But I agree. I think most probably it's going to be a little rough on the story. I I, I hope it's there because um, WB Games has done and, and Neversoft has done a, a really good job in recent years with the Mortal Kombat games. Absolutely. Especially the story modes. Yep. Um, so I hope that that rubs off on there a little bit. But. I hope we get like some random cameo from a character from the Mortal Kombat series that yeah. like that like uh, I don't want a, a reboot of the first movie. I want oh, some of the other of the other awesome stuff they put in. I want Rain. I want Ermac. I want Nightwolf. I want Shiva. I want like Yo, all of give the me stuff. Nightwolf. Nightwolf, especially in the more recent stuff. The the guy that the the new Khan Rakan is that his name? yeah. I cannot think of his name. Yeah. When I when I did the big Chuck and vlog. His name was totally spacing, but the Aztec looking dude. Yes. Super dope. Quan Chi over Shang Tsung would be a, a huge Agreed. upgrade in my book. Yeah. Um, but yeah. 
I'm I'm hyped for it. It looks great. Tim, let's get right into it. Bracket number one, of course, brought to us by BuiltBar.com. Head over to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code Professional Casual at checkout. We plug them every week. I just got my order f- of the new Built Boosts. Yes. Pineapple apricot. So good. The apricot green apple. No, it's apricot pineapple. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yep. It's stupid good. Um. I, I have to say we've been we've been preaching these guys for a while. Mm-hmm. You've checked it out on the Discord, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. People people are finally coming around. Yeah, 100. And they are not ordering once. No, they are restocking immediately yep. uh-huh. because once you try this shit, 100, you're fucking locked in. Yeah, I, I've been doing intermittent fasting. It's completely saved my life. Yeah, because there are times like when You've been I'm doing fucking great with that. By the way, yeah, fuck you. Uh, I don't like compliments. You know that. <laughs> um. I just because it's time for me to eat does not mean I have time to eat mm-hmm. and having a built bar in my pocket that I can just grab literally deep throat real quick and send it and yeah. fucking go back to work. Like they, they are literally saving my life. They are sometimes they're a meal supplement for me. Sometimes they're just, just enough to give me to my meal. Yeah. Um, uh, and that's really what it is. Yeah. Is it's taking the edge off so that when you get to a meal, you don't overdo it. Mm-hmm. 100%. It, so, you you know, instead of sitting there and eating fucking half a bag of chips, you grab that built bar. Mm-hmm. In 10 minutes, you're 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 fine. Yeah. 100%. Um, 100%. And you can make it to the next meal. Yep. And it's it's helped me cut down on caffeine a lot. I've started using pre-workout re- recently. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of caffeine in that. Yep. And you can do the non-stim versions. And and I I like bang energy drinks and I, and I like all that stuff. But there's a ton in there. Yeah. But. If I then work out and I'm tired, I should really not have a cup of coffee or right. or another energy drink or something like that. And having a built boost is super ideal. Mm-hmm. Um, the I literally die. I'm clinically dead as of like two thirty today. Yes. If it wasn't for the two built boosts I had to get me through the rest of this recording, like mm-hmm. yeah, I would be a mess right now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm super tired this week and I didn't have my afternoon build boost. And yep. That's 100% why. Yeah. The the weather, the big storm that destroyed, uh, shout out to Oklahoma, um, got destroyed yeah, in Texas, got destroyed. Yeah. It literally stalled my delivery. And I f- was like, I went like five days without build boost and I felt it. And I had to have soda to like h- kind of help me. Yeah. I did have a bang this morning. Guess what? I felt like goddamn garbage. Yeah. Cause I was like, I don't want this caffeine anymore. I just want my bill boost. I just want to get through it. Mm-hmm. We keep plugging it every year, every week, but you got, there are, there other than beard of dragon games. They're our best sponsor. Mm-hmm. They're 100% and they help us out so much. Go check them out. Builtbar.com. Tim, the number one selling game of all time on the PS one. Yeah. Gran Turismo. It's like it's disappointing at 10 million eight hundred fifty thousand units. Now, here's why I think it was sold with a steering wheel. Okay, so it had a it had the gimmick to it. Yep. Also, we live in the States. Mm -hmm. Gran Turismo is played by and I'm sure we're going to offend somebody, mainly a couple of my friends who are huge drive sim fans. Okay. It caters to a very specific group Mm -hmm. that are fucking obnoxious human beings. Drive sim fandom is the most pretentious butthole video game fans ever. Yeah. Because it's not even like my thing is better than your thing. And like the argument, right? Like a Fortnite versus call of duty argument. Right. It's, well, I, I don't care. I play driving Sims. Like, who the fuck are you? Like, get to my level. I have a literal car in my fucking house. 
because I have a TV with a legitimate setup. I have a bucket seat that I yeah. sit in. I literally can drive a car in my house. I'm going to say something that that piles on to what you're saying, and, mm-hmm. it, and it might offend some people. People that play Gran Turismo mm-hmm. um, are not gamers. Uh, it's a fair argument. Uh, that is the only thing that they play. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing that they care about. And it literally moves Xboxes off the shelves. Yeah. The fact that I think they bought, I don't know if Gran Turismo comes out on other consoles or not anymore, but I know they're kind of an exclusive or whatever. And it's like always the thing they showcase and no one gives a shit mm-hmm. except for the eight people. And they're so fucking rabid. It's literally the only reason they buy the right. system. But here's the thing. UK it's fucking huge. Yeah. Italy. It's I think it's like the best selling thing. I guess in Italy. I don't get it like at all. And and here's one of the biggest reasons for it. Um, Gran Turismo came out in like this. We're talking the 90s, right? This was 90, 90s? I think it was 96 that this game came out. Right. It was pretty close to the initial launch, which the was the Clint 95. Eastwood movie didn't even come out until like 2008 or whatever. So the fact right. that they had games based off of it that far ahead of time. And I don't know. I just don't get it. He was racist. You know what I mean? And he like helped that kid. I, I guess I. it was a good movie. I liked Gran Turismo, the movie with Clint Eastwood. But Gran Torino. Gran Torino. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're right. You, it's just how you pronounce it. OK. Yeah. One hundred percent. But also like you look at. So like look at Italy, right? Yeah. Italy's full of racists. No, yeah. <laughs> no Italy is They're not full, full of anything anymore after COVID. <laughs> yeah. Boom, 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 boom. boom! Suck it. That's a weird statement. Uh, <laughs> you thought you had us in the beginning, but we caught up. Yeah, 100%. Remember when we talked a bunch of shit? Well, hold our beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Gran Turismo, like Formula One racing, is fucking huge in Italy. Yeah. So, of course, the Formula One racing game. That's a sim. It's not Formula One, but it's based. It's based around the same concept. The original one was Formula One esque. Oh, a lot of Formula One cars and sponsors were in the game originally. Okay. Um. So like, yeah, the thing, the thing that was like super dope. Sure. Like I, I get why it was. And then once, once the concept of like I can get a bucket seat, I can get a legit steering wheel. It looks like I'm in. Which like, the thing I love the most is they their biggest draw is these cars we got these licenses and these cars are now in the game and what does every gran turismo fan do boom like you're actually sitting in the front seat so you can't even see the majority of the car anyway you know what i mean like it's super weird but i mean we can't we can't argue it 10 million 850,000 units the game was huge it was the first and this is why i think it's sold it was realistically the first game where it was the most accurate depiction of what it would be like to drive a racing game. Yeah. You got the steering wheel, you got the pedal, you got the stick shift. I th- cause I think there was a stick shift unless that was the Ridge racer. I honestly do not remember, but it was like the first time that we got so close to an arcade racing experience yeah. in our homes. Yeah. It flew off the fucking shelves. It makes sense that it did, mm-hmm. but then it was just copy paste the rest of the time. Gran Turismo two, I believe was ranked three, maybe four on this list. And I bumped it. Cause I was like, what are we going to fucking talk yeah. about? You know what I mean? Um, but it's going up against uh, the dumbest fucking game ever made. 
a game that I loathe more than anything in the world mm -hmm. because of sheerly because of its a its fan base. B I hate turn based RPGs. Uh, the story is stupid. The 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 kid is the main character is fucking dumb. The story is the most ridiculous, stupid fucking story. It's over four goddamn discs for no reason whatsoever. They could sum everything up. It looked stupid, except for maybe a few of the cutscenes. We're talking about Final Fantasy VII at 10,022,228 units sold. This game was the biggest fucking game in the world, and I could not have given two fucking shits about it. So... Tell me why I'm wrong, because I know that you're a huge fan. You played the fucking remake. You guys on the now dead show because you covered it. Remake of uh, the space between talked about how great it was until it wasn't great anymore because they added whispering or something. I don't fucking know. Obviously, you didn't listen to those episodes, which is yeah. why we had to cancel the show. <laughs> because, because it was about was Final Fantasy seven. I was a fan of the whispers. Um, I think it's super important that. I did, in fact, like Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> sure. Um, I mean, defend it. Go like I. This is I, obviously I'm wrong. Obviously, I am in the very small minority mm -hmm. because I mean, ten million twenty two thousand two hundred twenty eight units sold. Yeah, that's a huge fucking number. It's a big number for for ninety five, ninety six. I mean, that game was for really what was a niche game. Yeah, a, and it was super niche. It sold consoles. Yes. And it wasn't bundled with a console nope. that I can ever remember. All my friends ever fucking talked about was that game. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't care. So I didn't get it. I didn't get the the appeal of it. I hated games where things had over a hundred health points at that time. Like so mm. it was like, yeah, he does like a million damage. I'm like, why? Why does he do a million damage? Why like drop zeros off? It doesn't matter. Turn base is dumb. Why would they just stand there? It's really a shame that you never got into turn-based games, and here's why. Mm -hmm. Turn-based games, especially turn-based RPGs, are ideal for snacking. Massively so. I don't care. Listen, I did. <laughs> no, I, I understand that, but like, I don't... I, I, it's not a good idea to eat a bowl of ice cream Sure. while playing a one-on-one -on -one fighter. Sure. <laughs> you can absolutely enjoy a bowl of ice cream yeah. and a pizza... And a bag of Cheetos while playing Final Fantasy VII. Okay. Because you're only really hitting the X button, and you only need one clean pinky to do it. Okay. I like. I get that. I, I totally get that. And I get that, like, at the time, it was pushing the limits of the PlayStation. The graphics, even though I think... The cinema scenes, uh, right. when you look at them now, are atrocious. Sure, but, but at the time, they were amazing. Also, Tiffa had big old polygon titties. Right. So... Uh, uh, sure i never made it off the first disc though i know people are super rabid about this game i didn't get that far right i couldn't understand how a game could be four discs long until i played legends of dragoon and even then i don't think i made it to the final disc yeah <laughs> you know like or i just barely made it to the final disc i i and i and i look the fandom is hardcore people still talk about how great there's literally a fucking book behind you you know what i mean like yeah, that's a bit too much. That's a bit too far for me, honestly. Uh, I really like Final Fantasy. I've yeah, I mean, that's all, a very Dan thing to do. I, I agree, is. but... And Dan loves To Final buy an Fantasy. $80 book that you're never going to read anything in. You I, know what I mean? Has, it, just, has the spine ever been cracked on it? I, I doubt it. I really want to crack that spine now. 
there's I get I I get the hardest of dicks cracking spines. And I'm going to say a couple things here, and I know this is going to alienate me a little bit and and probably make Dagna upset and and probably Joe Gennaro and actually a lot of people that I really like, including yourself. I think knickknacky collectibles. I hate them. I, I hate them so much. I, mm-hmm. I don't like pop figures. I don't like little things that just have a picture of a character's face on it that I like. Mm-hmm. If there's not a, a a function for it, sure. I don't want it and I hate it. I get that. Um, I totally get I, that. I am absolutely a function over form person. Sure. Um, and I don't like clutter. And that's just stuff. It's just clutter to me. Right. I get that. But you also have a, a loving wife and, and children to fill your life with. I don't, and I have an empty void, so I fill it with collectibles and things that I like to look at that make me feel like I matter. Um, okay. I, yeah. Because I don't get, I legitimately, the second I was ever in a real, honest to God, long-term relationship, I would just fucking sell everything. Yeah. 100%. Because it's like, yeah, this person has now filled the void in my life that these things were. I don't need you anymore. Get the fuck out. And then once I find the new collectible thing, I'll say that to her. And I'll just start collecting that thing instead. Right. Yes. Yep. See, we don't need Kreger for relationship advice. I'm right here. I got yeah. it all. You know what I mean? It's accurate. Tim, what's moving on? Final Fantasy VII. God damn it, I hate you. I don't know what you expected. I I don't know either. I If I had moved Gran Turismo ahead, I people would just turn this off. Oh, yes. The eight people that listen to it, Dan being one of them, would then message everybody in the Discord and tell them not to listen to this yeah. episode. 100%. Tim, I don't even understand the next bracket, but it is definitely brought to us by Oh Yeah, The Power Face. Head over to twitch.tv slash professional casual network to check out Oh Yeah, The Power Face. Mm -hmm. Or head over to our YouTube, youtube.com slash C slash professional casual network. I guess. Is that our URL? No, we don't have one yet. I thought we got enough people. We do. We just haven't changed it. It's just no, we don't have the ability to yet. It's it's a thing. It, it's happening. It's just not here yet. Dumb. Check the link have, in the description below. We have hit all of the things that qualify us to be able to have a custom URL on YouTube. Right. All, all the things are checked. Sure. Um. It just won't let us change it. We're just. It hasn't rolled over, or it hasn't activated, or it's not hard yet, or whatever. It's something that's dumb. But all all of the things that we were supposed to do to be able to do that are right. are complete. Check the video. Check the description below. It's in the show notes. Yeah, um, because we got uh, we we have taken our 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 test subject of oh yeah the power phase mm-hmm. or wait did I roll a wild yeah a Marvel Crisis Protocol vlog um, we've taken that and we've decided to put it on YouTube yeah um, for the masses to hear and do it more often. It's a great show, great Enter- concept. One yeah. of the greatest hosts uh, that I've ever had the pleasure of working with. I agree. Dan's really good. Fuck Dan. <laughs> Wait, no! <laughs> you double-crossed me! <laughs> ah, shit. Um, yeah, no, it's... it's. Look, if you like our random tangents here, you're going to love the random tangents over there. And if you want to get into Marvel Crisis Protocol, us rambling about nonsense is a great way to get into it. Yeah. Because uh, we got... I would like to consider it the counter-meta. Correct. If you listen to... We so true to form. Yeah, we are the professional casuals of Marvel Crisis Protocol. Absolutely, we are not going to give you the the ultra high competitive list. No, we are going to give you wacky shit that shouldn't work but does. Yep, and honestly, we'll probably still place in the top five in a tournament. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. If you like, 
if you don't want to listen to Meta Talk, there's a hundred podcasts out there that analyze lists that go through characters and why they're good. And then you'll get lists of, of ours. That's like, I took all the two threat characters and I ran a list with it and it worked. Why did it work? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's what we talk about. We you want to have fun and also place. You're not going to get first. No, but listen, you're, you're going to actually enjoy your fucking time and you're not going to be an asshole at the table. Cause you're actually having a good time. 100%. And this is what you're going to be. Maybe you don't want a place, but you want to be the guy that, Next, you know, next tournament, somebody goes, yeah, remember when that dude brought that like random ass list? You're that guy. Yeah. I love being that guy. Mm -hmm. I'd rather be the guy that everybody talked about than the guy who won. Correct. 100%. And uh, yeah, just check it out um, or check out. Oh, yeah. The power phase where you can actually watch us play these lists mm -hmm. over on twitch.tv slash professional casual network. Tim, it's Tekken three at eight million three hundred units. Going up against Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. I don't get this. My my wife had this game. Like million, and she was like million oh, it sold. A ton of people had it. They weren't. Was it a platformer? I don't even I don't even remember it. Philosopher's Stone. It was an action adventure game. It wasn't a platformer, but it was uh like a Tomb Raider. Okay. Where you're you're going through a big mansion and you're fighting trolls and stuff. Like I, I constantly saw it referenced. It was in every video game magazine I was playing, but it wasn't on the cover. Right. It was always there. I so, just I guess never noticed other people actually playing it or enjoying it. I never talked about it with anyone. Right. But it sold gangbusters. Yeah, I mean, eight million. Eight million yeah. units sold. Here's the thing. It's Philosopher's Stone. So yeah. this was a UK based release, not Sorcerer's Stone. So the oh. the Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone was the original title of the first book, which was released in the UK. When they brought it over to the US, they changed the name to Sorcerer's Stone because they thought Americans were too stupid to know what a philosopher was. At least that's what I was told. Anyway. Anyway. So, OK, so this like game was this game was fucking Game Busters. Something about it must have. I literally I didn't. The research team literally did got nothing for me. It might have been a perfect storm. It came out late stage PlayStation, right? It was obviously a game intended for children because that's what Harry Potter was marketed as. And it's so it was a safe bet for the parents that were like, yeah, right. the PlayStation got down to a hundred dollars. We'll buy it for the kids for Christmas. Let's get them that the Harry Potter game. Sure. Which totally makes sense. Uh, at that point, reconditioned was be becoming a big thing. Mm -hmm. You could buy old systems used yeah. or. The PS1 Slim may have been out by then, which was the the much the smaller PS1. Was oh, that what it actually was called? Yeah. Okay. They um, didn't start calling it Slim until the PlayStation 2. Okay, but it was a scaled down version, mm -hmm. and you could connect its own like portable screen to it. Essentially, yep. Dan um, had one. I played. Uh... Oh, some stupid JRPG on it. I can't remember what it was. I played Legends of Dragoon on it, at et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. To, to see what it was like. I was like, oh, this is cool. The mobile monitor. Always yeah. wanted one. Never got it. It was, it was, all, it was in all fact, right. I think I did get it. I think I found it in my parents' closet once. I was going to get it for Christmas. Yeah. But because I didn't want them to know, I knew it was there. Yeah. I said I didn't really want it all that much and they returned it. Oh. And then I waited on Christmas and I opened all the stuff. I was so excited to have that mobile monitor and it wasn't there. You fucked up, bud. I did. Yeah. I double crossed myself. Yeah. Uh, but Tekken three, I mean, one of the biggest arcade, uh, games of all time, mm -hmm. 
uh, I remember lines of people, crowds of people back when we could actually do that. I remember arcades. Quarters in the rack. Yeah. In your turn. Yeah. 100%. Oh, that little, you know, covering up the strip of uh, moves. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you haul oh, etiquette, baby, if you mm-hmm. cut, if you cut and dropped your quarters in, if you pull the Tim France. Yeah. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's how you, that's how you'd lose friends, man. Yeah. You get, there was etiquette and you could get kicked out of the uh, dream machine. You sure could. Yeah. You could. Certainly, as a six-year-old trying to play Street Fighter 2, piss off a whole bunch of, I, I assume they were college kids, but they were probably just 14 or 15. Right. But they were huge to me at the time. Yep. Yeah. Good times. Good times. But Tekken 3 it was the biggest, uh, sold at 8,300,000, so 300,000 more units. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest roster in Tekken history. Yep. At the time. And had and had the most unlockable characters at, I think, f- six? Unlockable characters uh, that specifically were for that for the PlayStation uh, version. Yes, with six additional characters that weren't originally on the arcade. Mm-hmm. That was its big selling point. Ogre was a huge one. Yeah, Ogre. Oh my god, I forgot about that character. Yeah. Did we ever remember the dude, the robot dude? Was it was his name Jax? The robot dude. So there was like the a wood guy. No, 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 no. There was. We talked about this in the. Uh, and the uh, weirdest character. Yeah. Um, and there was a character where they like slowly turned him into a machine. Every he was like just a normal guy. He kind of looked like Gali a little bit. Jin. What? No, I talk. Oh, he became a devil. Right. Uh, just I keep talking about Tekken three and I'll look it up. Hold on. Um, so Tekken three, uh, you know, you could punch people. Yoshimitsu was in it. Uh, I think there was a kangaroo. No, that was Virtual Fighter. What did Tekken have in it? It had Ogre, as we went over. It had Yoshimitsu, which we also said. Oh, his name was Jack. Oh, Jack. Yeah, his name was Jack, and he slowly became a robot. Oh, yeah. yeah. He looks like Paul. Yeah, he kind of looks like Paul. Um, yeah, but his name was Jack. Uh, and he slowly becomes a robot over time. I remember because one of his like his like intro taunt, his arms would flip out and he would grill it. And I thought that was the coolest yeah. thing ever. Um, yeah, his name was Jack. I knew yeah. I knew it would come to me um, because it was so close to Jack's with mm-hmm. robot arms from Mortal Kombat. Um, we are easily going to move Tekken three. Yeah, here. this is not even close. I don't even understand. Like I and again. We're going simply when we do the greatest of all time, we're going simply by selling units. Yep. I agree that maybe this is not correct because there are games. I, I think you made the right call in um, taking off uh, sequels. Right. Uh, there's no reason to have four Grand Turismo's and three Final Fantasies on here. 100%. Um, maybe we should start doing another three shows a year where there's an honorable mentions one. Because I, Tony Hawk's Pro Stater, Twisted Metal, um, Spiral, and Res- I mean, they deserve to be on a bracket somewhere. I agree. I think what we'll, I mean, we had talked about doing franchise. Or called, highest rated, highest sold and highest rated. Yeah, maybe. Because we had talked about doing um, like just a whole franchise level thing yes. where it was like across the board. These have been on multiple systems, so we can't narrow it down to one. I think Resident Evil two to represent the resident evil franchise is a very fair and that's actually very fair like that's a super great point because you're right um rayman tony hawk's pro skater um and resident evil were all on multiple systems so so it really wasn't the greatest playstation game of all time you know what i mean they they really probably shouldn't have a spot right um harry potter tekken 
Yeah, there are. I mean, it's, it goes both ways. Yeah. But you know who helps us take out the trash every week here? Like Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone video game. That's Beard Dragon Games. Head over to BeardDragonGames.online. Get all of your nerd needs. Magic the Gathering, any RPG under the sun. I was just looking around. They have the new Soulbound yeah. uh, game and the uh, Game Master's screen. I'm surprised Dan hasn't bought that yet, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, they have WFRP, uh, 4th Edition, and the newest um, expansion for it. Yeah. Uh, or not expansion, module. Is that mm-hmm. what they're called in uh, role-playing games? Um Adventure path, uh, sure, whatever. pre-written adventure, whatever. I might be able to get Savage Worlds through them. Mm-hmm. Could uh, hit them up. Of course, Magic the Gathering, new a new set just dropped recently. TikTok, uh, Magic TikTok has been losing their shit yes, over it. I do actually. I, I I haven't played Magic in a long time. I I like Magic TikTok. Magic TikTok There's some cuties on there too. Yeah, absolutely. I don't. I like wa- Rob. Yeah, right, I'll give it to you. Um, I am not. A magic player. I don't like the meta moves too fast for me. I feel like it makes it makes the value of the game less to me mm-hmm. um, as a miniature player who takes pride in the things that he's making. I don't get to do that with magic cards. Uh, they have added a format in the last few years that's become incredibly popular that you might enjoy. Yeah, I know that you can use commander. Like, yeah, any other form and stuff like that, too. Um, but I like to build and paint and then I have the, tr- the yeah, I at least still have some enjoyment when I get raffle stomped by you you know what i mean yes um but i do enjoy tiktok where it's they flip 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 or whatever and then they they like sort and they're not looking and then they see what it is like the last second like holy shit it's the 45 dollar card you know what i mean like that gets me every time yeah it gets me every fucking time uh but head over there beardrangames.online use promo code professional casual at checkout get free domestic shipping unless you're over a hundred dollars then you will get 10 percent extra shipping 10 percent extra shipping yeah there is not another website on the internet that is offering 10% extra shipping. 100%. It's pretty crazy. I'm into it. The fact that that we have now said that he is giving that deal yeah. on a live stream in front of him so that he knows we are offering it now too right? makes it even better. It's canon now. Yeah, 100%. You've said it on two different shows. It's canon now. That's how it works. That's how it That's works. why I make references on all the other shows that nobody else gets so I can make everything that we say here canon. Yes. 100%. Tim, it's probably my favorite in my uh, it's 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 in my mouth. These are the quintessential PlayStation classics. <sighs> the fact that they're so ranked low is so weird to me. Yes. But it's Tomb Raider at 7,100,000 units, I would argue, is on my Mount Rushmore of video games. Yeah, at least this, two parts of that game, this, for sure. <laughs> well, the series as a whole. Yeah. I have, like, I just, uh, the newest, or the the, the last newest, the newest one. entries in the series so are good, pretty stellar. So good. I, I was never interested before. I yeah. watched Lindsay play um, the first one of this particular series. Yeah. Square Enix yep. got it. Um, it was very good. Yeah. It's one of the only games that I've played from start to finish. And then gone back and like collected the last little things I needed and stuff. Yeah. I don't usually do that. I'll do that with like Red Dead Redemption. You know what I mean? Like I'll finish the storyline for that. But otherwise I'm not a like I still haven't finished the Spider-Man one. Yeah. Like I fell off of it. Tomb Raider has always been that one that I really, really loved. Um, It legitimately scared me as yeah. a kid. Like it was it. You really felt scared, mm-hmm. which was never really designed to be that no you know what i mean so um but it's going up against 
uh, the Sonic of PlayStation. That is a very insanely accurate statement. Yeah, it's Crash Bandicoot selling at 6,820,000 units. I think that number is so low. I think it should be higher, and I think it's because it was a launch title. Yeah. Or pretty damn close to a launch title. And they were so fast to bring out a second one because it did so well mm-hmm. that I think it actually ended up hurting its sales. That And and the thing about uh, going by sales numbers is it doesn't include, obviously, resales. Yeah. Um, people were buying and trading in Crash Bandicoot all the time. Oh, 100%. A lot of people enjoyed it, but you were probably playing the same copy that eight other people played because you bought it from your used game store or yep. you rented it. 100%. 100%. Um, the other thing about Crash Bandicoot, like we had talked about in the greatest N64 game of all time, uh, people still do time runs. People are oh, still yeah. trying to do Crash Bandicoot time runs. It's not as popular, but I have shout out to Bless. Uh, it's is doing Crash Bandicoot time runs, and I believe right now holds the record for the fastest run on one of the stages. I don't remember which oh, stage. Cool. But I'm. Pr- it might not be that. It might. It might be the second one. Yeah. But he holds. Like he legit holds the record for the fastest time run. It's insane. Yeah. That game was absolutely gorgeous when it came out. Yeah. It looked amazing. It was the first because it did it come out after Tomb Raider or before Tomb Raider. Uh, before. So it was the first time we had okay. ever seen. I think you're right. It was the first time we'd ever seen a game go in. At that yes. caliber. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't a side scroller. It had side scroller elements. It was a platformer, but it right. changed up the dimensions for sure with, yeah. a, with a pretty steady advance in technology. Yeah, 100%. I, there may have been something on the Sega Saturn prior to that. Maybe. Uh, but I, I really don't remember it. You know what I mean? So, uh, it, man, it's so it It was so good. It was infuriating. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It was one of the hardest games out there and it was like designed for kids. Right. You know what I mean? Well, it was designed with that classic NES Mario aesthetic yep. of the game is replayable because it is difficult. Yep. 100%. Uh, but like that Tomb Raider, the story, like there wasn't much of a story in the original Tomb Raider. Yeah. You were kind of just a person hunting in a tomb looking for stuff. With it, guns with infinite ammo. Yeah. Which was dope. Uh, but, you know, the fucking wolves, man, that I remember literally being scared of the first time that wolf attacked me. Uh, the dinosaur, the T-Rex in the bottom, the very bottom. Terrifying. Absolutely terrified me. And then slowly they built up a story For around it. Yeah. Uh, and it got really For interesting. Concept. Yeah. And it got really good. It got a movie spinoff with Angelina Jolie because it was so good. Came out on my birthday. We went to go see it for my birthday. It wasn't a bad movie. It, it, was, a, it was a good action movie for yeah. the time. I didn't hate it. Um, and I think they I think they picked a good actress to. Yeah. I mean, that was peak. That was peak Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. Mm. Two of them. Big fan. But. Uh, there was an awakening mm-hmm. around Tomb Raider. Sure. Uh, it was arguably one of the first uh, female centric characters of that popularity for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, there were certainly female protagonists in, in games. Before, right. But, but, not, but nowhere that that got that level of recognition, uh, mostly because no female protagonist before Laura Croft had uh, tits that size. But I mean, you're not wrong. It, it was 95. You know, right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, very legitimately. It was a solid game. It spawned 
kind of a, a new genre and a new take. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nathan Drake is around because Tomb Raider was around. 100%. Um, you know, it, it deserves an absolute lot of credit. It, it took a very different take. It added new things that weren't super traditional in gaming at the time. Also, uh, one of the best urban myths ever, the fact that everyone swore up and down mm-hmm. that there was a nude code. Yep. And that they saw their friend do it. Yep. And everyone was a fucking liar. Yeah. The closest thing you ever got was sports bra and pants on the like training in her mansion. Yes. That once she jumped out of the pool, she said, well, I'm going to get out of these wet clothes. Mm -hmm. And you always thought maybe this is the time. If you do it 300 times. Those those were the original internet trolls. Was mm-hmm. the kid saying that? Yeah, you do it three hundred times. Yeah, one hundred percent. God, I just wanted to see her naked so bad. Yeah. Shout out to yo. Shout out to all my all the only fan cosplayers out there mm-hmm. who are li- making me help help live that dream. Yeah, you're the real MVPs. Tim, we got to pick a winner though. Oh, uh, Tomb Raider's going ahead. Yeah, one hundred percent. I I think. You you say that I think this was a lot closer than than we were making it sound. Yes and no. Um, PlayStation tried to make itself edgy and different. Sure. You don't make yourself edgy and different by making a animal character that's obviously supposed to be a Mario analog with yeah. a Mario gameplay. That's not how you differentiate yourself. Sure. If you have anything that's the PlayStation's version of this, get over yourself. Yeah. Tomb Raider, um, Twisted Metal, mm-hmm. uh. Final Fantasy, those were games that made the PlayStation different because they weren't on Nintendo. Uh, Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk was arguably one of the first sandbox games, even though you only got two minutes. It was one of the first sandbox games. You could go anywhere on the stage. The Spider-Man game. for That was so good. Actually being able to swing around cities and stuff, that was mind-blowing to Mm -hmm. me. I was so I was like shaking with incitement the first time I played that on a demo disc that also had Tony Talk Pro Skater on it. Yep. They were both by Neversoft. Yep. Um and then, and then they just ruined it. Also, the boss of that game, the final boss. Yeah. Carnage yep. on Dr. Octopus. <laughs> You're not wrong. And then when you beat the game. Yep. You got that, but a man and a man and a Spider-Man and a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. They punked it up. It was awesome. Yeah. I don't know if punk was the correct adjective there. Alternative. Yes. Yes. Very. But it was an awesome game. I loved it so much. It was really dope. It was really good. Scott it up. It was it was more of like an alternative dark. Yeah. It was like emo ska before emo ska existed. Mm-hmm. Question. Uh, it's super weird tangent. Do you really consider No Doubt to be ska? No. Okay, I don't either, but they apparently have always been classified as that, and I don't know why. And Gwen Stefani was the queen of ska for like the longest time. Yeah. I never, just because. I don't know, the band that she sang for was certainly ska, but she never was. No doubt. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, it was a band she sung for. What? No doubt was the band she sung for. Oh, no doubt. Bracket number four. (laughs) Yeah. Do we have a sponsor? We do. Okay. It is a one-week sponsor. Okay. Um, it is an OnlyFans account too, which is super exciting. Hell yeah! This is literally our dream. This was this was why we created this uh, sponsor bracket. One hundred percent. Um. So make sure to go over to OnlyFans. Okay. And check out TS 
underscore Melanie. Okay. M-E-L-A-N-I-E. Um, I think it's $20 a month. Dope. Um, but you get a lot of awesome content. If you are into accountants, yep. uh, she is an accountant. She works where accountants work. Yes. 100%. She does uh, accounting yep. um, on the internet sure. for money. Yep. You can go and watch her account Yep. Uh, and watch people account her, mm-hmm. some might say. Sure. I'm super. I love it. I love, hey, I love that we have somebody that wanted, that has an OnlyFans that wanted us to promote it. Yes. 100%, that was our goal. That was the dream. That was the motherfucking dream. Yeah. We that, did it. We did it. We hit, we finally hit our goal. I'm so happy that last week you said that we were going to be ending season two because I don't see any other hill that we could climb. <laughs> Absolutely. We, we did it. We made it. Yeah, we did it. This show can end now. Yep. I have no reason to ever do this show ever again. Correct. And it's all because of you. T.S. underscore Melanie on OnlyFans. Shout out to you. You made all of our dreams come true. Absolutely. Everybody go over there. Sub. Local, too. Hey, local. Syracuse, New York. Hey, I dated people from Syracuse. They're all right. From Syracuse, New York. Yeah, hey, a lot of my exes are from Syracuse, and none of them all that bad. Yeah. So Syracuse has got something going on in the water over there. I've been calling Syracuse Syracuse for years. Okay. (laughs) I call Utica Utiqua. Uh Uh-huh. And I know uh, people who call it Utiqua. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. I mean, we're still one onta for like no reason. Yeah. Or Rochester. Ooh. Rochester, New York. Home of the Garbaggio plate. There you go. That's fancy. But yes, thank you so much to Melanie. Melanie. Oh, I thought you were going to drop the whole thing. Oh, TS underscore Melanie. Thank you. On OnlyFans. And follow her on Instagram at Trinity Sky. At Trinity Sky. Love it. Yeah. Super here for it. Super here for it. Hyped. Hyped. I literally, like, you, you, people might think, like, oh, Charlie, no, I am legitimately pumped about this. Yeah. This is literally all I've ever wanted. And you can tell, you can tell he's excited too. You can. Not, not only is it his, the, the erect nipples. It's true. Not only is it the glee that's on his face, he Absolutely. can't stop smiling. It's true. He is so happy and genuinely happy about this. Yep. He hasn't even brought up that people like Breaker and Bane haven't had an OnlyFans sponsor their show. You're absolutely correct. He's not even bringing up the fact that Wreck My Podcast has never had any OnlyFans sponsor their show. You're absolutely right. He's not even bringing up the fact that Joe Gennaro is a super delightful person and 100%. we both really appreciate him. Yeah. You're absolutely <laughs> You're absolutely correct, but thank you so much, Melanie. Yeah. You are an absolute delight of a human being. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Tim. This is an interesting bracket. Yes. It's Metal Gear Solid. I mean, this is, this, you want to talk about monumental games. Yes. Games that literally change the way we look at video games. Mm Mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid at six, only six million units. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Six million units, Metal Gear Solid. You have to remember, they completely released that game all over again as a greatest hits. And I think it may have sold more, but it did not seem like greatest hits were on this list. They didn't include those. It did not look like it from what I could tell. So I Hmm. really wonder. And technically, if I didn't take out the um, sequels. Mm hmm. 
Metal Gear Solid wouldn't have made the list. It was ranked like 10 or 11. So wow. it would not have even made top eight, which is like kind of crazy. And it made just made it at seven. Okay. Just made it at seven. Metal Gear Solid. Of all those people who played. Like my entire mood has changed because of Melody. Like, holy <laughs> shit. I'm just so ecstatic about it. Um, Metal Gear Solid, like everybody who played Final Fantasy, yeah. shut the fuck up when Metal Gear Solid came out. Yeah. It was a spy game. It was a mystery game, but it had some like weird shit going on. Yes. Like it just had enough sci-fi to just make people care about it. It almost seemed made up. Some of the stories I heard, like the first time I heard Psycho Mantis can read your mind. He yes. can tell you what games you've played was so mind blowing to me. And the way to beat him was you had to plug in your controller to port two. Wacky shit was fucking happening. Yes. Kojima was a goddamn god. Yep. So far ahead of his time. Yes. Um, I never played it. All my friends were rabid for it. Yep. I know the entire game. Yep. The, the memes about it. Like, I just remember watching uh, animations all the time on, like, Newgrounds mm-hmm. of people talking about this game or, or or jokes and stuff about it. Like, I feel I know the, the entire basic plot and everything that was going on and all the bosses never touched the game before. Sure. I, and I enjoy it heavily. Yeah. 100, 100%. I am... Here's the thing. I also never played... I, I did play it. Right. I played the demo of it. Uh-huh. Uh, because... At that time, like me getting a game from my mom only happened on two times a year, either my birthday or Christmas. Same. Yeah. Um, and there was always something else that came out that yes. I wanted more. They are re-releasing it coming out. Uh, they're going to like remaster it like they have been doing for oh, Red. Uh, for, uh, Resident Evil. Yeah. I'm probably going to jump on it okay. when it comes out, um, which just real quick, Devil May Cry didn't make this list. I just want to point that out. I don't think the first Devil May Cry, I don't think that series hit its stride until PlayStation 2. You think? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Because but PlayStation 2 is really where maybe those it was, games, like God of War, the the, the beat-em-up button mashers. Sure, sure. Uh, but I will say that Devil May Cry, in my, my nuclear group, was mm-hmm. huge. Yeah. Um, it was a it was a big fucking deal because yeah. it was it they was, made hot topic into a game. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like literally, that's why everybody fucking liked it because it was yep. edgy and dark and you know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Metal Gear Solid's going up against the cult classic winner. Yeah, that's and, a shame. And Thrill Kill, the game. Like, let's talk, in case you didn't go and listen to that episode. Let's talk about Thrill Kill real quick. Mm-hmm. It was the game that nobody could play. Yeah. Unless you knew somebody who could get you an illegal copy of it, correct? And you had a Game Shark. Or a game genie, game shark, game shark, or the game action replay. Sure, was PlayStation forward. Okay, so you had to also, you know, be able to jerry rig your PlayStation, that mod chip it. Yep, one hundred percent to play a game that was outlawed in the states. Mm-hmm. You had to know somebody who could download it off the internet, which was super sketchy. Yeah, burn it onto a CD and put it in your PlayStation. We only got to play it because our local gaming store, who you had a PlayStation that they yep. did that to, they modded, had a copy of that game. And just so you know, when we talk about, like, I don't know if you've heard stories, uh, you little kids listening to this, yeah, uh, installing a mod chip. Yeah. You were taking the circuit board out and you were soldering a new chip 100%. onto the board. Yeah. 
This was not. This was not something you just went on the internet and googled how to do quick. Because right. Number one, you couldn't Google things then. Yep. Uh, but number two. Wow, were, that's actually a really good point. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. Yep. One hundred. Go to cheatcc.com to get your cheat codes. Yeah. You know that's actually a really good point. Like us, like we millennials still will do that, right? We'll ask somebody or we'll go to a group and ask, like, hey. How do you do this? And everybody's fucking response is Google it. Yeah. I didn't have internet realistically until I went to college. Yeah. Like, so Googling was not a thing for me till very late in my adult life. If I needed to know something, I had to go find somebody who knew the answer. Yeah. Which unfortunately was my mother most of the time. And she was wrong. Mm -hmm. So like, fuck you for telling me to go Google something. Like I, I just, it's ingrained in my DNA and there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. Imagine, you know, just just also for you little kids that listen to this show, mm-hmm. um, when you used to have to, you couldn't Google porn. Yeah. You had to just try out site names. Yeah. Pussyking.com. Big, big, big boobs. Bigboobs.com. Really, really bigboobs.com. And it always got you in trouble. Yeah, it did. Because you couldn't figure out how to clear your you searches. Yeah, I didn't know how to clear You just had to type in 25 other. Yeah. To, not, uh, to get it down, to get it down far yeah. enough where they wouldn't see it. Yeah, one hundred percent. Good times. Yeah, good times. Uh, I uh, why was why was Thrill out outlawed? It was violent for the time. It was yeah. overly sexualized for the time. Mm-hmm. The PTAs were fucking rabid about it, and it did it come out around a. T- I mean, I know it came out around a time where they were starting to crack down on video games, but there was was there something else about it that it got banned. Because like we had Mortal Kombat. It was when legislation was uh, finally starting. Not finally starting, but because it was after Columbine and all that shit. Okay, so it was that's like why. ramped yeah. up. Because like I, I remember like House of the Dead didn't make it on Dreamcast because of because of Columbine. Yeah. So we have to pick a winner, Tim. It's Metal Gear Solid, but yeah, it's Metal Gear Solid. It's convoluted it, storylines. It's it's Kojima at his finest. Um, I don't think Thrill Kill would have won this regardless. No. But if it had gone up against philosopher stone it would have made it to the next round correct thrill kill is literally the definition of a cult classic 100 um you had to you know what i mean you were fucking beer festing going into dark alleys and yep. like saying passwords to be able to you had to have it. somebody at our store b18 to rent it yeah for the hour mm-hmm. or however long it was like a dollar an hour right something yeah. like that yeah which three inflation. bucks a month for the memory card oh shit that's right i remember that uh Inflation wise, if that store was still around, how much would you think it would cost us to rent? I don't think uh, five bucks an hour, probably. Probably. I would pay that. Yeah. Maybe. I would, I would, if it was an area in the store and you just rent the area, you play whatever you wanted. You know what I mean? Just rent the area. I would pay five bucks an hour for like you and I and somebody else to go play Smash in the store. Yeah. You know? Just because we'd be loud about it. Well, and the thing is, too, is that uh, the market hasn't really increased the price of games from then. Right. You were still paying 50 or 60 bucks a game. 40 or 50. Yeah. Yeah. It's gone. I mean, when the, well, no, because when the Nintendo 64 came out, all of those cartridges were $75 each. Really? Really? Yeah. I mean, I was little, so I didn't know what money actually I, was. When I, like, saved up from mowing all those fucking lawns and shit, like, and I went to KB Toy to buy a game, my options were WCW... World Tour Dope. at seventy four ninety five or Banjo Kazooie at seventy four ninety five. Wow! All right, yeah. You you went with World Tour though, right? I went with Banjo Kazooie. Fuck you! Yeah, 
You made me angry. Because Matt Johnson had WCW. All right, fair. I fucking hate Banjo. And it didn't get so hard. It didn't get good until WCW versus NWO anyway. Mm, okay. Tim, our first semifinal bracket. Do mm-hmm. we have any other sponsors this week? The TikTok. Oh, yeah. Go check out our TikTok. I was able to post again this week for hey, a couple of times. So that's, that's exciting. exciting. That's weird. You know what? It randomly did it to me when I try to do an original. If I because I usually just stitch shit and yeah. tell stupid stories, uh, which is very hard to do in a minute. Um, but I tried to post my own and it did the same thing. It blocked me for like a hot minute. Yeah. Wouldn't let me post it. It just said fail to upload safety yeah. drafts. Yep. Yeah. It was weird. Uh, but check out our TikTok. I think it stopped letting me upload because I had too many drafts saved because the uh, all the workarounds I found for posting were like, clear your cache and clear this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, and I just I did happen to notice that I had like literally 980 megs of sure. drafts saved. So once I deleted a couple things that were older in the drafts, I was able to upload again. Um, I also not specifically you, but if someone is listening to this and they are an accountant, a TikTok accountant, mm-hmm. um. If you do uh, like lewd TikToks for your accountant uh, account, but you don't paste post them, obviously, because you'll get taken down very fast, but you still save them. You are still in violation of the terms and conditions. Yeah. So not saying that was specifically your problem. I don't know. I mean, you finally we are talking about getting that only fans up and running finally. Yeah. Uh, which is just back shaving and foot fetish stuff. Yeah, and if you haven't checked out the video for Elite Eight Showdown yet, make sure to go check out Pornhub and search us up there. <laughs> did you did you post it yet? Not yet. I almost went over there to do it. But here's here's the thing. I got I, distracted when I got there. The <laughs> 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 oh fuck! You got me on that one. Uh, <laughs> Here's here's the thing I will say. I was iffy about it, but then I didn't get a raise, so I don't fucking care anymore or yeah. a promotion. So yeah, post it on. I don't. I'll be on Pornhub. I don't give a fuck. You know what they don't require on Pornhub? Ten thousand subscribers to share an ad revenue. Really? Which is what YouTube does. Okay. So equal opportunity employer that Pornhub. You're not wrong. Somebody had to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, Tim, our first semifinal round, Final Fantasy VII versus Tekken Three. I mean, this is—it's the great—it's the best fighter on PlayStation going up against the greatest RPG of all time. Allegedly, allegedly, it's not my even my favorite Final Fantasy, but we're gonna move Final Fantasy VII ahead. I hate you. I, I hate. Listen, I, I, so I will I, agree. I, so here's I, the thing: Final Fantasy VII was great. Anybody could pick it up and probably enjoy it. People who liked fighting games only gave a shit about Tekken. I, I will say that is an argument. So I I love fighting games. Uh, fighting games were my mainstay for a while. Tekken was one that never particularly interested me. That's fair. Um, I loved Marvel vs. Capcom, and I loved X-Men vs. Street Fighter, and I liked um, Soul Calibur. Yeah, so Tekken never spoke to me because there were no weapons, there were no powers. I wasn't hadoukening people. I wasn't getting over here people. You know what I mean? It was sure. it was a lot less flashy. Um, the martial arts community, people that liked like really heavy kicks and, and capoeira and stuff like that, were really into it because it was a lot more actual martial arts versus like made up fantasy stuff. Sure. But I was more into the made up fantasy stuff. That's totally fair. Although I will uh, 
say some of the crazy fantasy stuff did definitely make it in there. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, um, I will also say this. It was probably one of the first games that 24 button combo attacks were a thing, right? Yeah. Like the, the thing about Tekken was, can you chain a 24 hit combo with who was the Bruce Lee looking dude? I don't remember his name now, um, but he had like a 24. It was like called Dragon something. Yeah. Dragon fire or something like that. And it was a 24 button combo attack. But if you could hit it clean, you had like like the screen would explode. Right. Well, and, and that was the thing, wasn't it? With with Tekken is it was juggle simulator. Right. 100%. You know what I mean? You kept him in the air. You won. Yeah. 100 um, percent. And it's still popular to this day, man. It's still huge in Japan. So. Which, yeah. Which I would if we could break into the Japan market. Yeah. I don't know how we'd do that, but I mean, we just got some money from uh, our accountant friend on OnlyFans. I could I could throw some ads Ooh. on Facebook in Japan. Yo, you never know. You never know. I mean, they like weird stuff. This show is perfect for them. Yeah, there is a stat. I want to go to Japan specifically to see a statue that is of Suzuki, uh, who is a pro wrestler. Uh, shout out to Miro Suzuki. Uh I think it's him. Yeah. Uh, uh, German suplexing a car. Hmm. I like that. And it's like 25 feet long. Yeah. Yeah. They also have love houses there and they're themed. Yes. There's like a Godzilla one and an alien one. Uh-huh. I, I knew some people who went to one. It was like super dope. Okay. Yeah. Japan's definitely on a bucket list of mine. Yeah. So is Reykjavik, Iceland. Was, oh, okay. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's also incredibly cheap to go to. Yeah, it is. Yes. I've heard that like it's one of the most gorgeous and fun places to go, and it's actually super affordable. It's like super low key. Yeah. yeah, it's super nice. And you hit those hot springs. Yes, nice. Tim, are there semifinal bracket? I mean, I think like so. You know, when you get before you get to the big boss, which is kind of always kind of a letdown. There's always that like super dope mini boss fight. That like really, that's what you loved. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I always think of like One Punch Man. And, like, I love all the fights leading up to that last fight that was just kind of meh for right. me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is Tomb Raider versus Metal Gear Solid. Um, a difference of 1,100,000 units. matchup, personally. Yeah, I think it is. I would argue this could be a finals easily. Like, this very, could yes, be a very finals. Very much so. Um, it's, it's platformer versus platformer. Mm-hmm. But uh, we, Metal Gear Solid is not a platformer. Kind of is. You can, no. You can't even jump. What is it then? Action stealth game. <sighs> okay. If you were going to, to a video game store and they still had the classic genres, it would be considered an action title. <sighs> okay, sure. Uh, I'll give it to you, whatever. Yeah. Um. It, But this is the important thing. Tomb Raider came out first. And looked at what Tomb Raider did and said, let's get weird and let's have our character be able to hide under a box. <laughs> Lower your heart rate by smoking cigarettes. Yep. Distract guards by throwing porn on the floor. Yep. That last one alone, definitely. They were like, man, I wish, wish I could see Lower Cross titties. <laughs> you know what we could do? Throw lower cross titties on the ground. Yeah. Distract cards before yeah. you sneak up behind them and snap their fucking neck. 100%. Um, 
Also, uh, super convoluted pro clones, big boss, well, style snake, liquid snake. And that's the whole thing. Yeah. The story is fucking wild, and they're still telling it after all of these years. Yes. Uh, I honestly, one of my one of my favorite games for PS3, PS2, Snake Eater, which was uh, you know, Metal Gear Solid yeah. Snake Eater, was actually one of my favorite games. Yeah. I fucking love that game. I hated that last level, the boss level, but. I feel like I've lost in my memory the entire PlayStation 3 era. I can't tell what was PlayStation. Any any game that I think of, I think it was either PlayStation 2 or 4. Yeah. There's nothing in my brain that screams exclusively PlayStation 3. God of War 2? Still. PlayStation 3 came out at a really awkward time. Yeah. Because Xbox 360 was just getting exclusive title after exclusive title after exclusive yeah. title. And it was just murdering PlayStation 3. Mm -hmm. I PlayStation 3 did not sell in the States. It sold in Japan. Right. Xbox could not break the Japan market. And they never will. Uh, yeah, probably not. It's the only non-Japanese console. You know what I mean? Like, they're, right. They're, it's, it's, I mean, to be fair, it's not even breaking the U.S. anymore. Like it, like it would. It, it's competitive, it, but it's uh, at this point you might as well just if you're not gonna buy a PS, if you're not gonna buy a PlayStation, you might as well just build a PC. So that's that's their market now. Is that right. you buy the game on Xbox, you also have it on PC. Right. They're, they're, that's what they're catering to. And I will say, because I I never get them at launch, but I had a, the Xbox One and the PlayStation Four. Yeah. And. The PlayStation 4 as a media console mm -hmm. sucks dick. The Xbox One was fucking awesome. We didn't play games on it. We did everything else on it. Sure. Um, I have a PS4 and I, I use it for all my things. I will say, the shout out to the HBO app, uh, Max app, garbage mm -hmm. on it. Crashes all the time. Drives me nuts. You're right, but the other thing about PlayStation is they're a fucking dickhead company that constantly takes apps off their own store because they have competition to it. True. So. True. Isn't that why you like, what is it that's not on there anymore? Hulu or Netflix or Spotify or something like that because they came out with PlayStation Music? Or I think Spotify's still there, but... but uh, all of them are still there. Uh, they took Facebook off. Really? Yep. They, you cannot link your Facebook accounts to PlayStation anymore because they bought into Twitch. Mm. And so you cannot link your Facebook anymore. But you can link your... You can, you can stream right from your PlayStation to Twitch. Well, yeah, you can do that. On yeah, but like you can just... You don't have to have a computer to run it through or anything like that. Like you, yeah, can, you can do the Xbox too. Oh, uh, can you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. But Maybe you can't do it on PlayStation, like, or you can't do it on Facebook. Like, you can only do it specifically. Oh, uh, that could be. Yeah. Um, but Tomb Raider. I mean, it's this is so tough because Tomb Raider revolutionized video games. Mm -hmm. Very, very real. But Metal Gear Solid, I think, still to this day, like it's the greatest, most I popular cult classic. Either people, it was polarizing. People either loved it or hated it because they didn't fucking get it. Yeah, and the people who got into it got into it fucking hard. Yes, they there were was more below the surface level there. Yes. It was just a great game that was very unique and added its own genre stuff too. Yep. Siphon Filter and and all those those Sneak Man games came mm -hmm. up. After that, yep, for sure. Splinter Cell, Splinter Cell stole. I mean, it was much more of a simulator, but Splinter Cell was trying to be the Metal Gear Solid for Xbox, mm -hmm. one hundred percent. It did have great gameplay and an awesome plot. Yep. Um, 
Tomb Raider only had great gameplay. Yeah. It didn't really have a plot. Yep. Certainly not an overarching, still continuing to this day, right. convoluted Kojima plot. Yeah. But had Kojima made Tomb Raider, it absolutely would have. 100%. Um, that dinosaur would have still fucking popped up. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> the brother of the wolf that she kills in the very first like wolf would come back for an entire game. Right. And half of it is you get to play the wolf. Right. Yes. Hunting her in her house or something. That's stupid exactly like that. it. Yes. And he gets distracted by porn. You know what I mean? Right. Like, um, so I'm going to move Metal Gear Solid ahead here. Okay. Um, but it, it's it was not there's not a huge gap between these two. No, I, I would argue. And had Tomb Raider come out later in PlayStation cycle. Yeah. May have been significantly more of a contender, but it was it was a very early title. It was very the, the company was incredibly new to the tech at that time. Mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid came out significantly later in the life cycle. Yes. They had, had a lot more polish and had Konami behind it. Right. Which was a monster at the time. Mm-hmm. Absolute monster. And now they make. Pachinko machines. Do they really? Because they are they are now like a gambling uh, company because huh. the the whole Kojima thing was like a massive fucking deal. They like right. fired him and his team and like moved his offices around, like just fucked with them until he quit. Really? And he I like, do remember this. Yeah, because they wanted to make like mobile games for Metal Gear Solid because that's where they thought the future was. Yeah. I mean, you'll You're get not money, wrong. but no one's gonna like. No one's going to be talking about that forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, it's a definitely a quantity over quality on most mobile games nowadays. Yeah. Drop that. I also broke that tree. <laughs> Picked all the leaves off of it. But the kids didn't need it. Um, Tim, mm-hmm. it's our finals. It is. This is it. We're crowning it right now. It's Final Fantasy VII versus Metal Gear Solid. What is the greatest PS1 game of all time? I'm actually going to think about this for for a minute. This isn't just going to go right to Final Fantasy, which I think is what maybe you're expecting me to say. I so I 100% am expecting you to be like, "Look, I understand that you hate Final Fantasy." Yeah. But it was bigger than you. It was bigger than your beliefs. It was bigger than what you accepted as good games. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy 7 changed people's lives to the point where they could never experience something to that caliber ever again until Halo came out. Here's why you're wrong. Okay. The main fans of Final Fantasy VII were already JRPG fans. Mm -hmm. That's what launched the game into the popularity to pull other people into JRPGs. Mm -hmm. Um, You were, even with your friends, you were still a fucking nerd if you played and talked about Final Fantasy all the time. Mm-hmm. There is not a click in school that could not have appreciated Metal Gear Solid. Bros liked it. Nerds liked it. The people that were into that super convoluted uh, fantasy shit mm-hmm. were into it because of the super convoluted plot. Um, Metal Gear Solid, I very honestly feel had more mass appeal mm-hmm. than Final Fantasy 7. Final Fantasy 7 is an absolute powerhouse. It was groundbreaking for its time. Yikes. But I agree. But I don't know why I said yikes. I couldn't have I, I couldn't convince a girl I was dating at the time to play Final Fantasy 7. 
No, because it's dumb. She probably would think fucking fucking around and hiding in a box is, is yeah. wacky enough to be fun, but also super serious people into the military stuff. Super loved it. Yeah. Like it, it, it appealed to, there was something there for everyone. That is not the case of final fantasy seven. I love turn-based RPGs. I adore them, but even to this day, they make less and less of them because the culture has moved on. Right. They are still making games similar to, um, metal gear solid. Absolutely. I will say this. I think a thing that we never consider, which we should specifically with these early edition consoles, Mm -hmm. N64, Super Nintendo, PlayStation 1, is you going over to your friend's house and having to sit there and watch them play the game. Yes. If I went over to your house and you made me sit and watch Final Fantasy 7, you and I are not friends anymore. If I go over to your house and you're like, look, I got fucking Metal Gear Solid. Like, let's just play. Let's play Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, I'm going to sit there. You could swap turns each life and do a whole. Yeah, I was. I would sit there and just watch you play it because I'm just like, what is this fucking game? It looks solid. Snake looked dope. Uh He looked like every dope action hero up to that point that we had loved. Mm -hmm. He was Snake Bliskin meets like every other stupid character that ever existed. Yeah. You know, meets like he was a badass James Bond. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he was triple X before triple X. You know what I mean? Right. Like, with a badass fucking mullet. Mm-hmm. He smoked cigarettes. So you knew he was cool. You know what I mean? He had a dope ass gun. And then like, but like he hid in boxes. I remember, I remember the first time I saw him jump in a box. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> right. But it was so cool. Like it was yeah. so dope. Uh, the just the reaction of like the guard finding someone and the like right. with their exclamation over the head and that sound obviously I can't rep- replicate right. that I do a bad impression um, but still to this day it's funny to me yeah one hundred percent and I still it's see an it. iconic I still sound. see it in TikToks and memes too yep so I'm gonna make the call yeah and I'm gonna say the Metal Gear Solid is the greatest PlayStation game of all time oh I can't I can't disagree with you. Final Fantasy 7 isn't even the greatest Final Fantasy game of all time. What is the greatest Final Fantasy game of all time? Um, I don't know anymore. I thought it was 8, <laughs> and then I played 8 all the way through, uh, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I just realized in the notes I wrote, finally, Fantasy 7. Oh, finally. <laughs> it, that tickles me. Um, look, we did it. We did it. That. Part this actually probably did make some people upset by I, making this call. Yeah, 100%. But once again... I think Dan just woke up out of a dead sleep mm-hmm. because he just knows that we just killed his favorite game of all time. I don't think it's his favorite game of all well, time. Well, that's true. Iceman's not in it, so... Fair. I like Dan a lot. He's a good pe- He's a good guy. I don't like that you apologize to him. I didn't every apologize time. to him. No, but you're... I would never apologize to Dan Cole. <laughs> that's fair. Uh... Because he would never require it because he's such a good friend. Right. I don't like that we're nice to people on this show anymore. I mean, okay. You want to say anything nice about Krigger while we're at it? I really like Krigger. I think he's a very genuine guy. He yeah. cares a lot about his friends and he tries. And he I think he I think, cares a lot about people who don't give two shits about him and that I really adore about him. Mm-hmm. Krigger, I saw your message. Uh, he... <laughs> 
Kreger uh, of Wreck My Podcast yep. is the hope that this world needs. You're absolutely correct. I yeah. wish I wish I could see the world to through the eyes of Kreger. Uh-huh. To still have hope in the world, to not be pulled down by the cynicism yeah. of the people around him. Sure. Um, I will say this. Kreger loves monkey bone. He loves it. He loves it so much. Have you listened to the newest episode of Wreck My Podcast? No. Well, uh, check out our friends and hopefully you're soon like Wreck My Podcast, Burger and Bane's Power Hour, uh, and of course, Joe Gennaro, the comic book rundown. The comic book, uh, Wreck My Podcast just um, did Monkey Bone, finally. Okay. And Cam was so excited because he has been pushing it for over a year. Oh, I got to listen to this now. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler. Actually, by the time you listen to this, Cam had never watched the movie up to that point. <laughs> oh, my God. I love Cam so much. Oh, that is. It was so. That is oh a page God. that's in my book all the time. Yeah. I've had long, in-depth conversations with people about movies. Yeah, I've I've learned that very quickly from and, you. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen it. What? Fuck you. <laughs> like, oh, I love that reaction. Yeah. But um, uh, but yeah, at time of recording, I haven't recorded it for a month, but at time of release, oh, just uh, last week or the week before, I recorded a couple episodes with Joe Gennaro of Comic Book Rundown. What'd you guys review? Uh, Wanted, the, the graphic novel. Yo, hell yeah. One of yeah. my favorite, Mark Millar is one of my favorite authors of all time. He's mm-hmm. done some of my favorite uh, graphic novels. Did he novels. do Arthur? He did not do oh, Arthur, okay. but he did do uh, Kingsman. He did Wanted. He did Kick-Ass. He did Nemesis. I love Kick-Ass. Also heavily responsible for the Ultimates universe in Marvel, Mm -hmm. uh, which was one of my favorite things fucking ever, and the Civil War. I love Civil War. Yeah. A lot of people gave it shit towards the end. I actually really liked it. I I thought it was was great. It was a really good concept. It was something that they hadn't done yet Mm -hmm. at that time. And now it's just been repeatedly done over and over again. But yeah, it was it was really good. And I thought it was really clever. Um, I love Kick-Ass too. Yeah, I've never read Wanted. I saw the movie and I know the movie is nothing like the comic. It is not. It is. I am so glad. And I'll probably go over this on the episode a lot that I haven't recorded yet. But if you listen to it, I did go over this a lot. Yeah. Um, I saw the movie before the comic mm-hmm. or before I read the comic. And thank fucking God I did. Yeah. Because I would have rioted in the fucking streets. Right. If I had read that graphic. Because there's superheroes first. in the book and the comic, right? Kind of like, yeah, they're not like, assassins. like assassins helping the world. Right. In in the graphic novel, they are. It's straight up the League of Supervillains. Right. Doing awful shit to people. And the protagonist is Eminem. <laughs> like okay. in the boys. Yeah. Uh, Huey was was written and drawn to look like Simon Pegg. Sure. In Wanted. They were like, let's make Eminem the protagonist. And he looks just like fucking Eminem. Okay. Uh, there's powers. There's there's wacky shit all over the place. There's literally a dude that is a giant shit monster <laughs> made up of the shit of the 666th most evil people in the world. Not what I expected to hear. Right. Okay. It is fucking bonkers okay you, so you, good you got my attention yes i might have to go check this out oh it's it's awesome so here's the thing i have a i found out I have a, sorry everybody but i found out i have this new thing where i will accidentally order things from amazon in my sleep that i have looked at previously oh shit it has now cost me 
It cost me $90 one time and it cost me $60 this past time that I've done it. Yeah. I need to keep my phone further away from me. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I get super stressful, apparently I like sleep order things on yeah. Amazon. Sleep retail therapy. Yeah, uh, uh, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, but I now own volume one, two and three omnibuses of Hellboy. <laughs> oh, got them in the mail the other day. I literally did not even know I had ordered them until they showed up on my doorstep. And I was like, the fuck are these? Like they, it was like 24 hours shipped. Yeah. And I was like, the fuck are these? And I opened them. I go, I didn't know. Like I looked at them. Like I was just checking them out or whatever. Cause yeah. I was just curious. Like, and I was like, I did not order these. I know I didn't. I know that they can read my mind, but they can't physically just charge me. Right. And I went and looked and it like, th- it was at like three seventeen AM. I had put, I had placed the order. And they had already shown up and I was like, fuck it. I guess I own these three fucking omnibuses now. I have accidentally ordered things for myself on other people's Amazon's accounts. Yeah. So like Sarah was letting us use her Amazon account to watch American Gods on stars. And I had like, what'd you think about it? I I really liked the first two seasons, Hmm. but then there was like this weird break in between seasons two and three because season three is coming out right currently. Uh, And there's a weird quality drop that's just like, hmm. I can't tell if like the writers just did that thing. Like when I play an RPG and then I step away for like two years and right. I come back to it and I have no idea what was fucking going on. So I just kind of like start over. Fair. Uh, it, it has those vibes. Gotcha. Um, and they made a big deal about maybe bringing back one of my favorite characters and then it didn't happen. And it's just like, you just fucking got my hopes up. Right. Why? Why'd you fucking do that? That's fair. But mm. uh, it's not bad. Right. It's just so now that the hype has died down and people have fucking shut up, I have officially started Game of Thrones. I don't want to say anything because I want you to continue and to enjoy it. So I'm three episodes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's the th- I love the political espionage side of it. I could do without the rape side of it. I was very like, I knew it was graphic cause it was an HBO show mm-hmm. and I made it through like true blood. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, which had some moments, you know, that were questionable. And like, I've seen last door or last house on the left where there's a very uncomfortable rape scene through most of it. This, for whatever reason, it's rough for me to get through this. I have no idea why. And then people are telling me, oh, it's only going to get worse, just so you know. And I was like, I don't need to hear that. Also, why are why is everybody banging their sister, man? It's just one guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is, but well, it's, it's just one very specific person. I know, but like, it's just so weird, man. Yeah. Like, and I, I get it. It was a, it was a feudal time. There weren't a lot of people out on the streets. Yeah. So you just turn to your hot sister and you're like, let's keep the bloodline pure. I get it. Yeah. Not ever. I, just, I look around the room and there is no other eyebrows that are that size. Sure. You know, you got to go for it. Right. I wonder if in 10 years. It will be called out for uh, its content. Like how we are doing with things in the past that are problematic. Mm -hmm. If 10 years from now, when the next big wave of, hey, 
everybody used to love this and now we're going to watch it because it, for whatever reason, got popular again, right? Like maybe, it, I don't know, maybe it made some anniversary or, right, something. or something like that. And people are going to be like, this is like super problematic. Or the spinoffs start coming out because those were announced right. a long time ago. Right. Um, I think a lot of this show was coming out during those waves. Uh, Game of Thrones was coming out during Me Too. Um, sure. But I also I also think it's because of those people who were who were supportive of Me Too also really liked Game of Thrones. And if we have not and this is not me saying fuck Me Too movement, because I are you saying that it had kind of like a temporal immunity briefly? because People were just so into it. One hundred percent. I don't disagree with that at all. There is one thing I have learned about cancer culture and Me Too movement. It was if I like this person because I like it. Right. It doesn't like I don't support it, but I'm not I don't want this canceled because I like it. Uh, What's the what's the one dude who was in charge of of Talking Dead? I can't think of his name now. He's a host. He does a bunch of game shows and stuff. now. Adam Hardwick. Yes. When he is it Adam Kevin Hardwick, Kevin Hardwick, something like that. Yeah. Uh, When when, he was on G4 for so long. Right. And I but cannot he was think like, of He was like the bootleg Kevin Pereira. Yeah, 100%. Like, Kevin Pereira's coming back, man, I, yeah, to G4. So I'm and, really excited about and it. Sessler and they're working. Yep. It's taken forever for them to get relaunched, but they're so close. Yeah. Um, but when he got, when he, when the situation that came out about him, uh, there were a lot of people who were like, no, I, I don't, I don't want him canceled. I like him. I don't want him canceled. I don't want him canceled. Right. Who would have canceled literally anybody else a second of my? I am all for cancer culture. I think it's actually really important. I think it's a, something that we need. We and need to start. He, he was just an abusive boyfriend, right? One of his exes wrote a thing, wrote a the blog. Cosplayer, right? Yeah, I think so. About an, an abusive ex-boyfriend. People assumed it was him. Chris Hardwick. Chris Hardwick. There we go. Oof. Um, and it wasn't until much later after it, after the story had blown up that she, I guess, had corrected it and was said, no, it was not actually him. That from my under, I don't know if that's true. That's what I had heard. Holy but shit. But he had lost a lot of his stuff and he stepped away. He immediately just went radio silent about the whole stuff. And he eventually came back and he was like, look, this is not about me. And then she finally, I think, kind of came forward and was like, yeah, it's not really about him. It was about somebody else. Um, but he did get a lot of his stuff back. He did, he lost Talking Dead, obviously, but he got back he was on like the one of the hardest working yeah. men in that genre. He's still on the Wall, I think it's called or something yeah. on NBC, which is like a game show thing. Which but like he's at perfect. Midnight was awesome. I really liked yeah. Midnight. Yeah. So like, I don't know. So there's things like that. I so it could have been, but it still might not have been. She might have retracted it because it was you know it right. Who knows? A lot of different things. Well, who knows? But there were a lot of people who I knew that were super in supportive of, you know, cancel, quote unquote, cancel culture yeah. and things like that. And I think it's very good. I, I hate the idea that's cancel culture. What it is is holding people accountable for being pieces of shit. One hundred percent. And that your title, your fandom or your fame or your money or whatever should not give you an excuse to be a piece of shit human being. But 100 percent. You should be called out if you're being I would expect somebody to call me out if I was being a piece of shit. And they have. And I have and I have faced that many times in my past and I'm trying every day to make up for those things. Right. Yeah. Just because you're famous doesn't mean you should be able to get away with stuff. My my gaslight just came on and did it. Yeah. All right. Uh, The point being, check out our friends and hopefully yours soon. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember where I was going with all that. The gaslight thing threw me off. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, I get what you're referring to now. Yeah. I thought you just meant because we're going 19 and a half hours that we're no. running out of memory. Got you. Old gas station. Yeah. That's what I was. Gas station. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Sorry. Anyway, the whole point being, uh, you can't have it. You can't have your cake and eat it too, right? If you're going to cancel stuff, you have to stick with it. You have to, you have to accept that maybe as a fan of professional wrestling, where the majority of older professional wrestlers are horrible human beings yeah. that I absolutely loved and grew up with and looked as as heroes. I understand that they are problematic and I cannot be fans of them anymore. 100%. And that is hard to do. Mm-hmm. Trust me. I mean, Chris Benoit was one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Yeah. And I cannot, I could not support him to this, you know, well, I can't cause he's dead, but yeah. you know what I mean? And I, yeah, sure. Family. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Um, I said, I, 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 <laughs> that was yeesh. I'm, uh, I'm with you on the cancel thing. Uh, yeah. just as long as it's, it's valid. Right. You know, I, Trust- I, I, I was unaware that the, there's there's always so many unknowns, and the public story yes. is always so radically different than what had actually happened. Mm-hmm. But in a situation where the thing that happened to Chris Hardwick, yeah. I assumed that one was hard. Yeah, because I, I liked him a lot. Um, and he was on fucking everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and he should have lost everything if if those things were true. Right. Um, but if when Heidi recanted mm-hmm. and said that it wasn't about him, assuming that that was in fact real and not something that she was pressured into doing right then yeah that's fucking awful that dude's career was yeah massively ruined especially on the trajectory that it was on right um but one of those things i just would just like things to be validated and not hear trust but verify has always been my like i absolutely will believe every single victim 100 of the time i just need to know like i need the evidence in front of me Mm -hmm. and i will support you 100 percent um, which I think is just totally fair. Like any, like any court case, right? right? Like, but yeah, listen, always believe victims and trust, but verify. And I don't think cancel. I don't think the cancel thing, like we, we got into a conversation earlier this week about Chris Pratt where, yeah. um, I wasn't super aware of, of, of the whole story and, and what was going on, but I don't like the massive stretches of guilty by association sure. of, I work at this place, but this boss that manages another sector is an asshole. So now I'm an asshole. Right. Like I need it to be a little bit closer than sure. the church that he goes to sometimes pastors a dickhead. Right. Um, I mean, I, the thing I had always heard was from other people who I took as credible witnesses of, yeah, he like went on some like weird IG, uh, like live stuff and had said some pretty questionable things. That's fair. Right. If, if he tweets something that's a dick bag and, and we've talked about a sense and there, there is certainly credibility there. Right. Um, but just, I, I want it to be, you know, from his own mouth or, sure. or something that he did instead of like, yeah. And here's the thing. There are people who get canceled and it ruins their careers. Yeah. There are other people who get canceled and they're still making tons of money. Weinstein. Yeah. Weinstein. Fuck him. 100%. 100%. And he still makes a shit ton of money. Takashi six nine, still fucking releasing records. Mm-hmm. Chris Brown still fucking releasing records. Yes, uh, I just had another one. It just came out of my head. Tom Cruise mm-hmm. still making movies. Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon still making shows. He just got hired back to all the things that he got fired from. Yep. So 
you can rebound. You can be a you can be a shit bag and still rebound. I guess yeah. is the point. Um, Mel Gibson, I'm shocked that. You know what I mean? There, shocked. some people are just fucking Teflon. Yeah, nothing sticks to them. And it sucks because, like, realistically, I really wanted to see Fat Man. The fact that Ray Rice was able to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Year. Or um, who's the other guy that beat the shit out of his fucking girlfriend in the elevator? I don't remember. But just the fact that, yeah. I mean, go through any team and look at the majority of their assault cases yeah. in general. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy. Roethlisberger. Yeah. Uh, not he's not an assault case. Well, no. sexual assault case, but right, they're different. Uh, yeah, I mean, legally speaking, I suppose, but just just as bad, right? I think sexual assault's worse than regular assault, personally. Yeah, I'll give you that. But I mean, yes, I agree, but they're both fucking awful. Yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah. um, well, if you liked that talk, check out the other amazing shows here at the Professional Casual Network. Uh, Oh, yeah, the power phase on Mondays, Sundays on Twitch, Dan streams Grim Podcast, a Grim Stream of Perilous Lore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mondays, we have Twitch uh, TV slash Professional Casual Network for Oh, yeah, the power phase. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, that's our hot Patreon drop, baby. Mm-hmm. We got b- vlogs and blogs and bonus shows, bonus and shows, bonus and, series, and, and fucking- early, realistically, early releases. Yep. If you're listening to the Patreon, you got this episode on Wednesday mm-hmm. and it comes out on Friday and you get to see our beautiful faces. Uh, no, the video for this comes out Fridays. Oh, does it come out on Fridays? Yeah. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. Yeah. I don't pay. <laughs> I know. So I don't, I don't, that's not true. I pay a dollar. Yeah, true. Yeah. Just so I can get access to that sweet, sweet discord. But yeah, the, the video for Lost Omens comes out the same day that the Lost Omens episode comes out. Gotcha. Podcast. Same with. Oh, this. so yeah. when I said to you, does this video drop early and you went, yeah. I assume that meant, yeah, not it drops on Fridays. I thought it, I thought everything dropped on Wednesdays. No. Oh, well, I've said it now, so it's canon. Uh, thir- <laughs> <laughs> Thursdays. Lost Omen. No. Gapapa. 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 On yeah. Thursdays. Oh, Lost Omens on Mondays. Yeah. Go check it out. Lost Omens is becoming like one of my favorite podcasts. And I listen to a lot of fucking podcasts. Like, I literally cannot keep I so this is what will happen. I'll download on Mondays. I'll download on Wednesdays. I download on Fridays. That's it. And the majority of the stuff I delete because I just know I'm never going to listen to it. I love that you download everything but Gopapa. I download Gopapa. You said Monday, Wednesday, Friday. No. Uh, so things that happen on Tuesdays and Thursdays drop oh. on those days. I just because Monday usually by the time I get through it, it's Wednesday and I can re-download stuff. So stuff from Tuesday and I Wednesday. Gotcha. Drop. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'm talking the whole grand scheme of literally the seventy things that I subscribe oh, to. Yeah, and I delete ninety nine percent of them. Lost Omens podcast is something that I stick to weekly. That's awesome. Gapapa, I listen to in segments bursts yeah so like i'll do five episodes at a time then i get sick of dan's voice and i move on to something else you know what i mean yeah yeah i i get so tired of him abusing his players yes that i just can't fair bad yeah i can't take it anymore and i have to cut out but i come back for that lucky i mean i don't know what hey guys you know what i mean like (laughs) (laughs) it is my favorite thing when fucking uh 
Danny on that show yeah. will be like, well, fucking Tim's over here. Like, I don't know, guys. Fucking, I love other people fucking using the voice. It makes me so fucking happy. Or what's your uh, what's your Lost Omens character? Mud? Mud. Yeah. Or or when Mud is like, hey, guys, you know what's going on? He's like, not like that at all. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. 100%. He's, he's wispy raspers. It's different. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Okay. From Lucky? Yeah. It's a lot fucking different. That's true. And then Fridays, you're listening to it, baby boys and baby mm. girls and baby birds. You've been here for two hours. Strap in for more. <laughs> it's true. I mean, they got, listen, I assume everybody's cut out by now. You know what I mean? Yeah. 100%. That's how, that's how Bane's been able to burn through all these episodes so fast. Well, when we play the bracket ad <laughs> partway through our plugs at the end, you know, <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Oh, it's very easy. So <laughs> I, I put all of the, the things into uh, audition. Yep. And obviously the actual episode uh-huh. after that's been edited uh, is the longest part of it. Right. Then I add in the bracket ad, right. which is very tiny compared to the rest of the thing. Sure. So it won't let me put it at the very end. Right. So I got to put it like partway down and then scroll over and then move it back up and up. Gotcha. So I didn't do the move it back and up to the end thing. Gotcha. So it was just where I had gotcha. slapped it into the track. Sure. On the plus side, it wasn't during anything actually important. Yeah. It was while we were plugging a papa. Yeah, 100%. So. <laughs> um, and that's it. That's yeah. all of our shows. Right? Yeah, that's everything. I don't know at this point, honestly. Yeah, we don't know what's going on at this place anymore. Yeah. All you got to worry about is the... The moneymaker over here. Sam. And of course, check out our friends and hopefully you're soon. All those guys. All those guys. Comic book rundown, Breaker Mains Power Hour, the Carton cast. The Carton cast. With medium sized Ben. Medium sized Ben. And the Watchtower. We've, we finally, Danny called him medium sized Ben. Yeah. Assumed that that was a nickname he was aware about for like years and he nope. was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell him where it came from? She she's like, yeah, isn't that what Chuck calls you? And he's like, who? <laughs> oh yeah. that hurt. Like like Chuck Shaw? And like like that type yeah. like, and uh Well he was little was like, Ben when we were in college. He's like or yeah, in high school. No one's ever called me medium sized Ben. I don't know where that comes from. It was really funny. <laughs> and I don't know, like it was one of those things because his delivery yeah. can be similar to mine where I don't know if yeah. it's a joke or not. Sure. Um so it was really funny. That's fair. Uh so he was little Ben. Yeah. When we were in high school. But then he had a growth spurt, so he became medium-sized Ben. Gotcha. But he didn't know he became medium-sized Ben. He just, like, he became an adult, and yeah. then it was after high school. So him and I weren't friends anymore, because I don't stay friends with people. Like, once I have reached the end of this life cycle, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be friends with you anymore. You will be dead to me, and I won't talk to you mm-hmm. until I feel bad about it 20 years from now. And I'm, But at that point, I'll be dead anyway. So Yeah. Uh, 100% like that's how it works. So Ben was already dead to me. Mm-hmm. And then you brought him back into my life. Mm, I do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, kind of. So that's how that happened. Okay. Um, actually, I think it was the other way around, but that doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Yeah. You are 100% responsible for the success of Lost Omens because you literally suggested Ben. That's true. And literally set up a Skype meeting with me and him to talk to each other to get him on the show. That's true. Yeah. Because I went on his podcast and he was like yeah how does your podcast network work thinking we had billions of dollars i think sitting or something like that i was like it's just tim tim runs the whole like thing (laughs) (laughs) he's like oh i was like yeah but like he's always looking for new content 
And he's like, well, I don't want to like lose the show. I just want to like promote it. I go, perfect. If he doesn't have to actually do anything for it, all he is the better. All like he's he'll be all the more hyped for it. Yeah. Mm. I made a joke on the discord the other day about um, how the professional casual network is just owned by this and run by this guy named Scotty. <laughs> and. Unfortunately, once again, because uh, it is sometimes difficult to discern when I'm telling the truth or yeah. not, uh, Adam was like, oh, I thought you guys were like a self-funded thing. I was like, ah, oh, shit. I made, a, <laughs> I made a joke and people thought it was real. <laughs> Fuck. God damn it. That's why I'm still married to my wife. <laughs> Worst April Fool's Day joke ever. I'll tell, I'll tell my theory at when we get closer to April, which will be very soon uh, at the time of this drops. My theory about of April Fools and when you should tell people that you love them. Uh so with that being said, did we plug yeah we plugged comic book rundown. Oh and uh wreck my podcast. Yeah. Check them out too. Of course with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, if you are still listening. Yeah. Uh thank Good you. Anya. Yeah. Hey, if you're still listening to this episode, yep. please do the following. Yeah. Go over to Facebook.com yeah. slash professional casual. Yep. Look for the post from today. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a little video clip of something from this episode. Yep. Uh, and just in the comments, say, what do you want them to say? Ooh. I don't know. Oh, man. You put me on the spot. Okay. I want you to, I want you to pick any song in the world that you want. You have to go to the lyrics and pick the 14th line of lyrics. Uh, no, this is too much. I meant like <laughs> like something like. Listen, you hey, asked say, me. Say your favorite color and the last thing you ate. No, that's dumb. Go find a song and post the lyrics to it. <laughs> <laughs> In the comments? Yeah. The whole thing? The whole thing. Go post the tabs to your favorite Blink-182 <laughs> song. Yes. Um. In the comments. Yes. Please just say. Wow, Dan does suck. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's a joke because he doesn't, because he's a really nice person. I I really hate that you're trying to be nice to him because I shit on him all the time. France! <laughs> <laughs> we say goodbye, stay safe, and remember to leave the blood on the bracket. This... Oh my god, the show's actually over. It's Elite Eight Showdown. I, I want there to be another, like, drop or finisher or symbol at the end. It just stops, and I don't like that. Like a... It keeps you... Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Bah! Right. I think if they, if they had added a symbol or something to the end of it... Wait, I got it. Oh, that's money, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, it's your boy and host of Elite Eight Showdown, Big Chuck. Do you have a business, online store, Facebook, Instagram, OnlyFans, or anything else that you would want to advertise on Elite Eight Showdown? Well, we want you to sponsor the brackets. Right now, we are offering you the opportunity to advertise your business, product, or anything else. Maybe you're a cosplayer, performer, 
artist, musician looking to reach new fans. Maybe you're a gamer or content creator who wants to get their Twitch, Facebook gaming, YouTube, or podcast advertised. Right now in this introductory offer, you can sponsor one bracket over four shows for just $10. That's right, just $10 and you'll get a month worth of advertising. Nobody is offering a deal like this. Email us for review and approval at theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com in the subject line. Put Elite 8 Showdown Bracket Application. Give us just a brief description of what you'd like to advertise as well as any links for approval. All applications will be considered and reviewed before approval. Elite 8 Showdown has hundreds of downloads every show all over the world and we are growing and gaining more every week. This is a limited time offer, so don't wait. Theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com. Subject line, Elite 8 Showdown, bracket ad application.